3: Back at home base. Feels a little bit different on this Thursday after a week in Atlanta at the College Football Hall of Fame for SEC Media Days. Today was the final day of Media Days, but they wrapped up before we would have come on the air, and so it didn't make sense to hang around and, uh, and broadcast live while they were disassembling a stage and a video board and taking down pipe and drape. So we are glad to be back with you in the Magnolia State on Sports Talk Mississippi Coming to you, as always, from the Pearl River Resort Studios. Pearl River Resort is the home of the Dancing Rabbit Golf Club. You can visit them online at dancingrabbitgolf.com. That's where you go to book a tee time or to book your trip. Whether it's just a a small group or maybe a bigger group, you're planning a golf getaway, make Dancing Rabbit part of your plans at dancingrabbitgolf.com. You can be a part of the conversation, as always. Seaspire text line is the way to do it at 601-879-4395. Want to give your business the edge? Get gigabit fiber internet from Seaspire Business backed by world-class IT experts who live where you do, right here in Seaspire country. Check availability now at seaspire.com slash business. It was good to get home last night. Hope it was an uneventful drive home. Borky, I know you spent
4: an extended period at a gas station. Yeah, just to give them a hundred of my dollars. That was uh, a lot of fun. I, I really One
5: hundred dollars.
4: I, I really enjoyed that aspect of the trip. No, everything was good. I, I had to sit in line at a gas station. I, I am a jerk, and the guy behind me was a jerk, because I pulled up too far uh, to the person that was filling up in front of me, and I didn't realize they were going to do the whole put the hose in the car and then go inside for a while thing. Yeah. So that stunk. But I was a jerk because I was too far or too close to them, and then the car behind me got too close to me, and then they had a car behind them, so I couldn't go to an open pump when one came open because I was kind of stuck. So I sat at a yeah. gas station in the middle of nowhere, Georgia, for a half hour. So, so
3: this is—it sounds to me like you chose a smallish gas station. I did, but
4: for whatever reason, mm. there was a lot of people there, so mm. eh, you know, it, it happens. I just had to get out of town. I, I was on E when I arrived in Atlanta. I, Both trips, I did not stop once except for to fill up gas where I waited for a half hour. So, mm-hmm. 12 hours worth of driving and one stop because it was absolutely necessary. That's like my proudest accomplishment this week. Yeah, I got out of Atlanta
3: just a little bit. Had to stop to fill up for gas. Took me probably longer than I wanted to, and then didn't. I say I didn't stop again. There might have been one stop along the way on an exit ramp just to, you know, check out the condition of the wildflowers on the side of the road. And sometimes you just need to see what the wildflowers look like on the side of the road. Mm -hmm. And uh, after the, uh, it it appeared that the wildflowers were in, were in lovely shape. And uh, so I just jumped back in the car and kept on rolling. Didn't, didn't see any reason to linger. Hey, Dad, you made it home uneventfully.
6: Yeah, I got gas outside of Birmingham because I didn't roll into Atlanta on E.
3: Did you go to Bucky's?
6: No. You no. drive right by it. I drove past Bucky's twice on this trip. I, did, I in- didn't go in
3: intentionally. Like, like, are you an anti-Bucky's yeah,
6: guy? No, no, I like Bucky's. It's fine. I, I enjoy it. The food is good there. The experience is fun. I just didn't need gas when I was at Bucky in, at the exit at the time. We need I, mean to I, talk though, about a moment of well, serendipity hold on
1: May serendipi- I
6: tell you Bucky, bu-
3: uh, how busy Bucky's was at five thirty oh. on Sunday afternoon? Oh, it had to be brutal. Oh my goodness I mean the the inside of it felt like Mardi Gras. And if you – I chose not to get – like, I just stopped to grab a sandwich and a bag of chips and a drink because I, you know, knew it was going to be late getting to Atlanta on Sunday night. I decided that would be my supper on the way in. I didn't even fill up with gas there because I don't – I might would have had to wait in line for a gas pump and they've got a 100 pumps and all of them were full – I, I, I was talking to Jane when I got back in the car, and I estimated that there were 500 automobiles in the parking lot, and they were just steady coming in Probably the safe.
6: entire time I was there. Probably a safe bet. Yeah. Anyway, so. I, I'm sorry. You All were right. going to say? We have to talk about what was the funniest moment of me, of our media day experience, which happened yesterday as oh, we yeah. were packing up. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> so we're packing everything up, guys. We we're going to talk about serendipity here for a moment. We're packing up. We're putting everything into the boxes. We're helping Houston get loaded up. Commissioner of the SEC, Greg Sankey, walks past us and gives us the, oh, you guys are heading out? Yeah, Yes, sir, we are, we are heading out. We, are, we will not be here tomorrow. And he looks right at Richard and says, you going to fire up Richard Cross one to get home? And I absolutely lost it and you, just started laughing. And, in the and floor. I did. I did. I was like, he's in on the joke. To which the commissioner replied, I didn't know there was a joke. So, what we've learned here is that across the SEC, from the highest office to the lowest commentator, everybody thinks Richard Cross is sitting on money like King Croesus over there and has his own jet, and he even had the name right, cross one. I, have, I will hereby grant Greg Sankey one mistake that he can make, and I will defend him from it. Mm. He can do whatever he wants. If it messes up, I will say, you know what, it was still a good idea. You get one <laughs> as a result of you making my day with by knowing what cross one was.
3: So... I, I just go along. Your with Your face, the joke. by the way. I just, yeah, I, I did. Yes, <laughs> I thought you were going to fall just in on the shock.
6: Floor.
3: I, I honestly, you, you thought were just you in shock that floor. he had
6: throw that out there. Oh my gosh, it was so, so funny. Thank, you. Greg. If you're listening, Greg, thank you. You made you made me happier than you'll ever know.
3: I kind of, um, I, I kind of assumed that you
4: would put
6: him up to that. I did too. That's why I didn't I had react not.
4: the same way. I figured, like you know, you, you pulled him aside and said, "Hey, I had, say this to Richard when you walk by."
6: I had had no contact with the commissioner whatsoever. That was complete serendipity.
3: I, I have a uh, a text message on my phone that comes from a friend. He has a question for you as it pertains to your willingness to look the other way one time and go, "Okay, it's fine. No big deal." I know where this is probably going. He
6: says, what if Sankey
3: grants immunity to an Ole Miss player to rat on State? Can can you look the other way?
6: I mean, if State is stupid enough, if they have boosters (laughs) that are that (laughs) dumb to get caught doing something, then you know what? What can you say? If you're just that much of a moron to get caught, go ahead. Especially in this day and age.
3: I, uh, yes. I, yeah. oh, yeah, that would be, that'd be really bad at this point. Yeah. I, I wish I had the pile of money that you profess mm-hmm. that I have. I, like, I genuinely I do. I, I would, th- do you know how good my life would be? How, how easy life would be if indeed there was a cross one? <laughs> there would be no more four and a half hour drives anywhere.
6: Well, there'd be a lot more trips to, uh, wherever you are in Montana. Probably you could be yeah. like Probably Kendall like Jenner once every other month, or whichever yeah. one. Did oh my the God, thing I saw in that in Los story. Angeles.
4: Yeah, she flew her private jet from one airport to the other in the same city.
6: It was a three-minute flight to, to avoid, avoid av- a forty-minute drive. Yep. So, so, so I do wish that
3: that pile of money existed. I would like to think that there is lots of good that could be done with it. In addition to inflating my own personal lifestyle. As I think most would. Um, yet. That money does not exist yet. However, on Friday night, the estimated jackpot for Mega Millions is up to $660 million. The Take yeah. It Now cash option is at, uh, oh, almost $377 million. And if I'm doing the math right, after taxes... In the state of Mississippi, that would leave you with two hundred eighteen million six hundred two thousand dollars. So, assuming that I win that on Friday night, which I fully anticipate winning, there may be a cross one in my future.
6: Sounds good to me, buddy. I'm, I'm pulling
4: for you. Yeah. Just do net jets or something. That, that, that's a I, don't get me wrong. That <laughs> is life-altering money for your kids, would, kids, kids. I
3: probably would go with a Mississippi-based company like Nicholas Air, yeah. as opposed to using net jets, But
4: never uh, carry on something like that instead of buying the plane yourself, because you get all the luxuries of having the private jet, but not as much overhead. You're right. It's a great business model, by the way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no doubt. But yeah, do that. Don't don't do the and like Dan Snyder's on this super yacht trying to avoid prosecution or whatever. He's got like a hundred ninety million dollar yacht. Rent the yacht. When you well, have but, your millions, don't buy yourself a big boat. Just use one when you want to use one so you can avoid the overhead. That's how you lose your millions in the lottery, by buying those things instead of just using them at your oh, convenience. Yeah, 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 yeah. no, no. You can't go buy a $75 million airplane and a
3: $200 million boat when you've only got $250 million in the bank. It's when you've got 4 or $5 billion that you're like, you know what? I'm not renting anything. I'll either own it or not do it. Somebody says, Richard, you could finally buy Dad, some outside lights. Perhaps. We'll be back. Sports Talk Mississippi
7: from the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations serving you in Ridgeland and Brandon. Call them at 601-605-4443. Do have trouble in Madison County, I-55 northbound. All lanes are blocked uh, right at exit 114. Expect delays for about the next hour or so due to an accident. Elsewhere, things look to be pretty good. Buckle up and drive safe. This update brought to you by Smith Brothers Body Shop. Proudly serving the Metro since 1946.
8: Call them at 601-353-5217. Listen up. Ag Up Equipment can help you prep your land to bag your buck. With the Predator Tractor Package, you can prep your land with a new John Deere 3025E, plus a loader, rotary cutter, disc, and trailer for only 355 dollars per month with 0% financing. Give yourself the advantage and prep for that trophy with help from Ag Up Equipment. Visit us in store or online at agup.com. Offer ends 731-2022. Payment based on 20% down. Some exclusions apply. See
9: dealer for details. an oem certified repair using certified parts if an insurer tries to steer you somewhere else tell them you want the shop that's certified by the manufacturer of the car you drive we're located in clinton and richland or online at clintonbodyshop.com
10: want everything on your used car buying checklist then check out ford blue advantage how about a gold certified 172 point inspection check a comprehensive limited warranty backed by ford check a carfax report and a 14-day thousand mile money-back guarantee check and check ford blue advantage used car buying that's built for you see your
11: participating Ford dealer for limited warranty details and important rules on the money-back guarantee program wives do you have trouble getting your husbands to see a doctor tell them the doctor has a boat for sale at Man Up MD, we understand most men don't have a doctor, but they should. Man Up MD is a men's clinic designed for men by men to handle manly issues. From day-to-day primary care to reclaiming your energy and vigor, Man Up MD can keep you healthy and feeling your best. Check us out at menshealthmississippi.com. That's menshealthms.com.
2: Where Mississippi comes to talk. Middays with Gerard Gibbert. Weekdays here on Super Talk Mississippi. From the flatlands of Mississippi. Sports Talk Mississippi.
9: Every minute worth waiting for.
2: Super Talk Mississippi.
3: There are a few seasons that Michael
4: Borky loves as much as list season. You can find them everywhere. Oh, I I blew it today, by the way. I sat down and did the work. Actually did the work. I was joking on Twitter when I said Vanderbilt was going to get my first place vote. I value myself as a professional. That was not going to happen. Okay. I didn't hit submit. Oh. And the thing is, it's on my work email, which I cannot access in here right now. And I have... Forty minutes to find a way to uh, get to my work email and hit do it all over again and hit submit. So good news is, good news is you don't have to do it all over again if you just click the link. It has saved your selections. You huh? just have to submit them and you have to press submit like four times. Well, when we when we go over them tomorrow, mine may or may not have been included in the final tally. Hmm. Mm. Yeah. Like, the well, thing I, mean, I was looking forward to doing the most is the thing that I ended up not actually doing. I actually spent I mean, some time on it today. I sent,
6: I, I sent an email
4: to get you that ballot. And I was so excited about it. What am I doing here? I, the, I, the How thing do you is not have the ability to access your work I, I mean, I could. It just, you know, we've got just a few minutes in between breaks and, like, I've got to be here, you know? I can't just go sit.
6: and work dude, on it while we're talking. Dude, don't you have a computer sitting there? It, it's a it's look a three
3: sixty five dot 365com and type in your
4: username and password and pull up your email. Do you know you could access it that way? Thing about that. I set up my password That's to that eight years ago and has and I've never been logged out, so I've never had to resubmit my password. I don't know what it is. And it was set up by our good you, you, friend Houston, so it wasn't like my I can, password. I can, so you I can tell you password. what your password
3: is, because it's mine, too. Oh, and yeah? i okay. I've never changed my well, password. Well, then I
4: might give it a shot. But, yeah, I actually sat down did all the work today and did not hit submit. So, yeah. anyway, either way. I have a list. Yeah?
3: Although it's a list that we're going to create. This is not somebody else's list. This is going to be our very own list. I was thinking about all this right. last night. SEC football coaches ranked 1 through 14 based on likability. I know who 14 is. Jimbo. Jimbo Fisher. Jimbo is number 14. I know who my number one is. Actually, I know who my number one and my number two are. I might know. Yeah, I, I, I clearly know who my number one and my number two are. Number one for I me is Sam Pittman. Is. I, I will co-sign that. Sam Pittman, number one. See, seems eminently likable. Shane Beamer, number two. Okay.
4: I'll co-sign that as well.
3: I think Mike Leach, three. But I also have a sneaky three that you're probably going to turn your head sideways about, but it's based on conversations that I've had with people of what this guy is away from football as opposed to what you get publicly. So my sneaky number three is Kirby Smart. Really? I've heard that away from football, like if you're just hanging out with him, one of the coolest, most laid-back, chill guys you will ever be around
4: in your life. On the football field, he pays a guy to grab him by the belt to make sure he doesn't run too far on the field. (laughs) And scream too loudly in the (laughs) face of someone of which he is not supposed to scream too loudly.
6: I would have Kiffin ahead of him. Oh,
4: really? Well, it, it depends on your metric, right? In the setting that we were at for the last three days, he's down at the bottom. I mean, he stinks in those settings. Right. But, but I'm if not you're talking looking about that, at I'm overall
6: about just, persona and
4: whatnot, he's we're just hanging
6: the out. the The video going around today of him reacting to his daughter spending 700 bucks at a clothing store. I mean, could he? This is a man who makes 7.5 a year, but he is the most typical dad checking his pulse after he hears priceless, hilarious. I want to hate him so bad. I I, I really do. But I can't. I cannot bring myself to do it. I like this is a, this is like a once a week
3: bit for you now, where you're like, I want so badly to hate Lane Kiffin. I
6: do, and every week something new pops up where I'm like, that's just great. It's funny. It's cool. I did wonder why he was wearing an N C State baseball cap, but whatever. His dad coach there. There it is.
3: There's even an wear explanation. Baseball cap of the team that pays me seven and a half million. But yeah, you know, it's just me. Just me. Or a I'm fishing saying, cap. But
6: I don't care. Me and Lane Kiffen could be buddies. Here's we are very different people, but we could be buddies. You 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 are
3: I would put Lane Kiffen fairly low on the list because I don't think he really wants to hang out. Like he's got the people that he's really close to and he's friends with them and that's cool, and outside of that, he's good. He, he's like I got enough friends. Yeah. So I would actually put him lower on the list. Uh, number, so, so I've gone, I've gone. Sam Pittman one, Shane Beamer two, Kirby three, Mike Leach four.
6: I'm going Mark Stoops five. It's a this fun pick. St- Stoop strikes me as a very typical barbecue and beer on the weekends kind of guy.
4: Yeah, like that's a if guy you, you want to go to the, the wing weekend, place with.
6: Yeah, if you told me that it, it like stoops on the weekends, firing up the big green egg to put a pork butt on there, and he's got a cooler full of uh, Miller Lights sitting in there within arm's reach, I buy it.
3: I have it on good authority that he's more of a red wine guy.
6: That's a little disappointing. That
3: surprises me. You. I'm not saying that there aren't other
4: things, but but that th- that is huh. at least one of the. Drink of choice. For what it's worth, I looked it up, okay. and and Lane was seven and eight when his dad was the head coach at NC State. So okay. maybe there's some ties some, run deep there. Yeah, some holdover love there. Oh. As a kid, you know.
3: You know, the, the, I feel like Clark Lee deserves to be middle of the pack. I, I, Clark Lee just
4: seems like he's probably a pretty decent guy. I can't get past the fact that you won't understand this reference. That he looks like NoHo Hank from Barry. And and I can't, <laughs> I can't trust you on that one. I can't think of
1: anything. Looks just else. like him.
6: <laughs> he looks like him. And I just I mean a guy who gets up there and gives me twenty three hundred words, come on man, he takes himself too seriously. He would be he would be lower down the list for me.
3: Yeah, my only thing is though I think he knows his place. Uh, uh, okay, sir, so are you putting Eli Drinkwitz at the bottom of the list, or getting to know him I, like I, being around him? Maybe it's not as bad as it seems.
6: I don't think Drinkwitz is unlikable. I think okay. he's he's just a different kind of cat, man. And I mean, I'm a nerd. Me and T-Bob A Bear had a 20-minute long conversation yesterday about Star Wars and Lord of the Rings, right?
4: It's okay to be a nerd. See, that's the kind of but, conversation Eli would thrive in probably.
6: Exactly. He could have fit right into that. I'm willing to bet. Do you think but, he had like a lightsaber said, just, in his briefcase? Maybe not in his briefcase. In his home, though, for sure. <laughs>
3: I think Napier's
6: probably fine. I bet he's gone to Disney and had the big custom-made, put-the-crystal-in lightsaber made for him.
1: Mm. Mm.
3: I think Napier's probably fine. Brian Kelly, probably
4: bottom of the list. Josh Heupel seems... He did have a funny joke today, though. I've got the audio we'll play at some point today.
6: Heipel seems like a pretty nice guy. He seems kind of laid back.
4: <laughs> I was talking to somebody earlier today, because I watched all these press conferences today, even though we weren't there, and I was talking to somebody about Heupel, Uh Because I Hendon Hooker is my second-team All-SEC quarterback. I was a homer anyway, and then I saw the fact that he wrote a book. Uh, oh, gosh, what was the title? Uh, Athletes and the Gospel or Athletes in Scripture? And he wrote a book for other athletes to introduce them to Scripture. That's what he did with his offseason. So, love the kid. I mean, that's just awesome stuff. Go ahead, uh, Dan. Yeah, uh, using his NIL in that way. Pretty pretty cool. Um, but I was talking to a friend. I said, Josh Heupel's really lost it since his quarterback days at Oklahoma. And the guy was like... Quarterback that guy played quarterback <laughs> like, <laughs> yes and pretty good. he doesn't look like it anymore no
3: no he he does not um drink what strikes me as stew from the hangover.
6: there is a resemblance there for sure what uh, do Pat says Kiffins dream of.
3: Pat says Kiffin knew that that uh, post was going on social media, and he's not the same person that he is on the socials. Uh, lane at 12, he's a stuffed shirt. Where does Nick Saban go on the list?
6: See, Saban is very comfortable in his own skin. We talked about this, I think, yesterday. But at the same time, that being comfortable in his own skin, he's still very stuffy. That's him. That's him. He's a stuffy guy. But he's comfortable being stuffy.
4: 13 so he's a know. menace on college football and uh, i mean is crying about competitive balance and i find that hypocritical so respect him because he's the goat but i don't have to like him
3: so there's there's Nick Saban at his Lake House and then there's Nick Saban all the other time yeah and
4: i don't get to go to that Lake House so
6: i'd have an oatmeal cream pie with him
4: Oh i would love to sit down with him for a few hours but again i don't have to like him Sports
3: Talk Mississippi, streaming at supertalk.fm, supertalktv.com, and the Pearl River
12: Resort Studios. We will be right back. From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, a 20% chance of showers, partly sunny, high near 97. Tonight, a 30% chance of showers, mostly cloudy, low around 76. Finally, Friday has a 50-50 shot of rain, partly sunny, high near 96. And a look to your Saturday, mostly sunny conditions and hot, high all the way up to 97. This weather forecast has been brought to you by our friends at RJ's Outboard Sales and Service at 1208 Old Fannin Road. RJ's Outboard Sales and Service, your Yamaha outboard dealer in Brandon. Rivers Portable Buildings presents the 35th Annual Mississippi
5: Wildlife Extravaganza. July 29th through 31st at the Clyde Muse Center in Pearl. Featuring celebrity appearances all weekend. At the heart of Texas snake handlers from Rattlestake Republic. Son of the South, Josh Carney. Yacht Yacht. Moonshiner Mike. Ronnie Adams. Ashley Deadeye Jones and Bruce Mitchell from Swamp People. The Big Buck Contest. Bring your bucks to enter for cash and prizes. And get entered in Magnolia Records. See Jason Reynolds High Flying Retrievers. The Kids Catfish Hand Grabbing Tank. Kids Cast Tutorials, a new pond habitat demonstration. Try your hand at the archery and bb gun ranges. Learn turkey calling from the legendary Paul Meek and five-time world champion Preston Pittman. Kids get in free Friday, July 29th. Kids five and under are free all weekend. The Mississippi Wildlife Extravaganza. Presented in part by Blue Cross Blue Shield of Mississippi, Mississippi Ag, and Fast Pro Shops. July 29th through 31st at the Clyde Muse Center in Pearl. Truly bigger and better than ever.
13: Hey guys, ditch that baseball cap. If your dad was bald by middle age, you're thinking to yourself, hey, that's going to be me. Well, today, losing your hair is your choice. I'm Dr. Michael Konoski at Mississippi Hair Restoration in Metro Jackson. We can actually stop loss and regrow your hair. Our new, affordable, non-surgical, in-office treatments get amazing results. So guys, here's the pitch. The sooner you start, the less you have to lose. Ditch that baseball cap today. See our results at StopHairLossMS.com.
10: Here's Dave Logan with Canon Nissan of Jackson.
13: Nobody needs their car to break down in all this heat.
0: Be proactive. Come in now and let Canon Nissan of Jackson keep you road ready. Our parts and service apartments
2: are open six days a week. No appointment needed. Nobody beats a Canon deal. Nobody.
10: Frisco Deli, serving giant sandwiches, award-winning rib plates, and original recipe catfish with a family-friendly atmosphere. Open 1030 a.m. to 8 p.m. Monday through Friday. Frisco Deli, we have something for everyone. Located just off Pearson Road on Phillips Lake in Pearl. Come see us. Ugh,
15: I'm Caleb Sailors and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. Now that Jackson Women's Health Organization, which operated as Mississippi's only abortion clinic, has shut its doors for good, many expecting mothers will be looking to receive care from other clinics. Getty Israel, the founder and CEO of Sisters in Birth, tells us about the services her clinic offers.
11: Uh, For women who need free pregnancy testing, we offer that, for instance. Mm -hmm. Um, Or a woman knows she's pregnant and she needs care. She's looking for prenatal care. She may be looking for childbirth education classes. She's looking for a midwife. She's looking for a a clinic that's going to spend more time with her, that will provide her with more support. And that's what distinguishes my clinic from all the other clinics probably in the state of Mississippi. We intervene as a community-based clinic using midwives and community health workers.
15: Israel's clinic is the only one in the state with a midwife on staff.
16: Losing power can be a major disturbance for homeowners. Taylor Power Systems offers a full line of Riggs & Stratton home standby generators in numerous sizes to keep your lights on during a power outage. Financing is now available. Call Taylor Power Systems today, 601-932-5674 to discuss a standby generator for your home.
2: Check this out. Sports Talk Mississippi. Super Talk Mississippi.
3: Rolling with you
17: on a Thursday
3: afternoon. I want to say thank you again to our friends at genteel apparel for being the presenting sponsor of our coverage of sec media days and they are with us they will be with us uh, for a long time to come as the official apparel provider of sports talk mississippi you can visit genteelapparel.com to check out their full line of sportswear that's polos pullovers pants shorts swim trunks activewear outerwear and a whole lot more. And be sure to look your best this fall in Gentile's collegiate collection for Ole Miss and Mississippi State. Again, genteelapparel.com. Thank you also to Innovative Health Clinic in Ridgeland for uh, being a uh, sponsor of our coverage of SEC Media Days. Uh, you can check them out for in-office treatment for urinary incontinence, erectile dysfunction, and neuropathy. Innovative Health Clinic helps you get your life back. You can call and ask for Mike to schedule a consultation. That's Innovative Health Clinic in Ridgeland. Today was the final day of SEC Media Days, and you had Jimbo there, and you had Josh Heupel there, and you had Brian Harson there. Texas A&M, Tennessee, Auburn were the final three schools to uh, to go at SEC Media Days. Let's hear from uh, those coaches and discuss some of what they had to say. As you would expect... Brian Harson was questioned once again about the off season that was, about the investigation, the inquiry, the inquisition into him as the head football coach, and honestly, he had some pretty strong words to say about it.
16: There was an inquiry. It was uncomfortable. It was unfounded, uh, and it uh, presented an opportunity for people to, you know, personally attack me, my family, uh, and also our program. And, and it didn't work. So right now, uh, our focus is on moving forward and what came out of that inquiry uh, were a lot of positive. There was a silver lining in all of this because what I saw from our players and our coaches was leadership opportunities for them to step up, which is exactly what they did. And you got a chance to see guys uh, provide leadership, you got a chance to see coaches provide leadership, and what it did was united our football team united our players, united our staff, and united our football team, and so uh, I'm really proud of our guys, and I'm proud of what something like that, um, that can be very challenging and difficult uh, for a lot of people, how our guys stepped up and handled it. And we had coaches and players that could have went on and went to different places, avoided all the adversity and the challenges and everything that came with it. They didn't do that. They're here. Uh, they're working extremely hard, and they're doing a fantastic job, in my opinion, to get themselves ready to go for this season. So,
3: so that was Brian Harson. Uncomfortable and unfounded, it gave people an opportunity to attack me, my family, and our program, and it didn't work. Strong from
4: Brian Harson. I loved that. I mean, money talks. And he does have an SEC job after all. I would have a really hard time standing up there representing Auburn after Auburn tried to do to him what they tried to do to him. I mean, it's still crazy to think about how that happened. And it's so normal because it's Auburn, right? Well, Auburn's nuts. They have this toxic booster culture and all this. But they—I mean you had people that tried to pin an affair on the man just to fire him because they didn't think he was going to win enough football games. That
3: happened. Auburn, Auburn's biggest donor, Jimmy Rain, tried to get Brian Harson run out of town. By any he means Kevin, necessary. He wanted Kevin Steele to be the head coach. Kevin Steele didn't get the job. Alan Green, the athletics director, pulled a little bit of a power play in the search. He went and hired who he wanted to hire. Brian Harson was who he wanted to hire. And now, not only do you have Brian Harson's tenure hanging in the balance, but you probably got Kevin Green or uh, um, Alan Green's tenure as the AD hanging in the balance as well. Th- those two guys need each other. Alan Green needs Brian Harson to win, and Brian Harson needs Alan Green to have his back. And I don't necessarily think that Alan Green didn't have his back during that time, but Alan Green didn't have the ability to tell Auburn's biggest boosters and its president to screw off. Kind of like Brian Harson did. He, he he just didn't. You have to work with those people when you're the AD, and so it certainly puts strain on that relationship. Here's the here's the hard thing. Brian Harson and Auburn need to win. That's the only way he's going to shut people up. They got hard schedule. You got Penn State in the non conference. They play in the SEC West. They got Georgia from the east and Missouri from the east. The Georgia game's on the road. They got to go to Tuscaloosa. That doesn't go well. They do have Texas AM at home. Pretty good home schedule this year for Auburn. Five in a row to start. Zach Calzada or TJ Finley? Not good at wide receiver. They got a really good tight end in John Samuel Schenker. They're going to be okay on the offensive line. They've got a really good defensive line, and they're pretty good in the special teams. That's your Auburn team.
6: I mean, when you say Calzada or Finley, what's the difference? What's the difference in these two guys? Neither one of them are going to be capable of leading an Auburn team to the kind of season that Auburn fans want. A nine-plus win season. They, just, they don't have it in them. They're not talented enough.
3: Here's my question. If you're Brian Horson, let, let's say you do pull off a nine- or ten-win season. Are you thankful that now you've kind of gotten the vultures that were circling to scatter? Or do you say, sweet, I just won ten games at a place where it's hard to win ten games with the world crashing in around me? I don't care what the job is, I want it, and I'm marketable. Agent, get me out now. Or does he say,
4: we get this thing moving in the right direction, it's time to go to work. I don't know. It's hard to, to be a football coach and pass up an SEC job that you can actually, if things aren't insane, win championships at. But I, I would be. Um, I mean what gets him fired though. And the thing is the, the next layer to this is let's say for a second they find a way to 8 and 4. They beat Penn State with their bad offense at home, which is certainly in the realm of possibility. And you know, they sneak up, they beat Missouri, so so they get to 5. You know, maybe they they get Old Miss or Mississippi State somewhere and they find a way to get to 8. Just for fun. Do they still fire? Him? Because that's two straight bowl games. That's progression. That's battling an offseason from hell. And you, I you, don't know. <laughs> but So if they improve at all, let's say they improve by one game. If they go 7-5 and five, but there's improvement and they fire him, it's an SEC West job that you can win championships at. But if you're an established coach, do you want that? That's why when I, I, I kind of rolled my eyes when Bruce Feldman did the whole here's who's going to be the next Auburn head coach named Lane Kiffin. I thought... You know, maybe he would take it. Maybe he would be interested, as some people have said. But if I'm him and I see what they did to Brian Harson, I'm not touching that. If I'm an established coach at a Power Five school, most Power Five schools, I'm not touching that. If they fire him after a season that ends with a bowl game and a winning record, I'm not touching that job. Mm hmm. You can sour yourself. Florida State, if they fire Mike Norvell, are you taking that job? Two straight coaches going two and out. you taking that job?
3: I heard Cole Kubelik say yesterday, he was talking about Auburn and the Auburn job, and he says there's nobody that pulls in opposite directions better than Auburn and its fan base. (laughs) And he said, look, he said I'm an Auburn guy that played there. I'm a fan there. My kids all say War Eagle. They've got the cheerleading uniforms and the football, and we go to games, and my wife's in Auburn. He's like, all of those things are true. And he said, "I'm going to love Auburn to the day I die." He said, "But man, we can eat our own." And 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 he's right. Somebody said Calzada was okay. This is Jason. He says Calzada was okay for a question uh, for a freshman. He can't be any worse than Bo Nix was at times, can he? No, he's not going to be worse than Bo Nix was at times. But Bo Nix also had some really good moments. There were times where Bo time, Nix was really too. good. Some
6: big wins. I mean, Bo Nix is a far better athlete and far more talented than uh, Calzada is. He just never really harnessed all of that. Are
3: we sure? Have yeah, we seen I'm enough sure. of Calzada to, to definitively make that statement?
4: Rewatch that Alabama game. I, I, there is talent in there. Has it been unlocked? Is it consistent? No, but, buddy, there's talent there.
6: I think that might have just been the outlier. I think that might have just been you know one night at the top. Zach
3: Calzada coming out of high school was, what, in Buford, Georgia, so he's back close to home. He was a three-star quarterback coming out of high school. So, we will uh, we'll see. He's healthy now. Or at least we think he's healthy. He missed the spring. He was banged up last year. He did show you that he was tough. I mean, if nothing else, you know that Zach Calzada is tough. tough. So was Bo Nix, right? I mean, he played... Final quarter of the Mississippi state game on a, on a broken ankle. So we'll see. Sports talk Mississippi with you. More coming up.
7: From the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations serving you in Ridgeland and Brandon, for all your glass needs, call 601-605-4443. Look for delays in Madison County, I-55 northbound, an accident at exit 114. The sole exit has traffic backed all the way up to the Den exit. That is because all northbound lanes at 55 are closed at the moment at exit 114. This update brought to you by River Trust Federal Credit Union, where you can enjoy low interest rates on loans and free checking accounts at River Trust Federal Credit
18: Union. Month long, we're celebrating the red, white, and blue with huge savings to you at Ridgeland Mitsubishi. That's right. Nothing is more American than saving big on your next new vehicle, and we have a great selection of Mitsubishis to choose from. Right now, pay only $249 per month on new 2022 Mitsubishi Mirages. That's just $249 per month. And with gas prices being so high, the Mirage's 40 MPGs will keep more cash in your pocket. Bring your trade. We'll get a top dollar for it. Shop from over 1,500 quality pre owned vehicles right now at RidgelandMitsubishi.com. Buy with confidence with a 20 year. 250,000 mile power train warranty from Ridgeland Mitsubishi. 100% credit approval is our number one goal, no matter your past credit history. So come celebrate the red, white, and blue, and say big while doing so, all month long at Ridgeland Mitsubishi, where nobody walks away because everybody saves. 1860 East County Line Road, call 896-9600 today, or visit RidgelandMitsubishi.com. Remember, you're approved at Ridgeland Mitsubishi. Mitsubishi Mirage, 10% down, months to deal with
0: the for
8: Hey, it's Richard Cross from Sports Talk Mississippi. Here's your invitation to join us every
3: Friday at 520 for Food Fridays presented by Polks. In the South, warm weather means more time with family and friends. Whether you're headed to the ballpark, the beach, or just the backyard, be sure you're packing Polks meat products. Grab a package of original garlic and green onion, or my favorite, the Cajun Smoked Sausage. When Polks is on the menu, you're always a winner. Wherever you are, whoever you're with this spring and summer, remember, picky people pick Polks.
8: To all the folks in the Capital City metro area, love to have you join me tomorrow morning, 6 till 9, Gallo Show. We'll start your day the informed way. Super Talk, Mississippi, 97.3.
2: You're hearing Sports Talk, Mississippi.
1: What? What? This is so
2: awesome on Super Talk, Mississippi. Mississippi.
3: Mississippi. Thanks for be with us on this Thursday afternoon. You we'll can be a part of the conversation on the Ceasefire text line at 601 879 4395. Richard Cross, Michael Borky, and Brian Haydad. We got time to do this uh, right here. Let's hear, from, let's hear from one of the other coaches today. Uh, let's go to Josh Heipel. Josh Heipel was asked about. The atmosphere and the environment in Knoxville when Tennessee and Ole play—is that a fair summation of the question, or was it a more pointed yeah. question? Hey,
4: he asked. You'll hear some of the question actually.
3: Okay, here we go. Josh, I made been. a bunch of jokes about having to sign bottles and golf balls after yep. last year's game. Just wondering if you've had a similar experience and just kind of reflecting on that game last year, just what stands out to you? Yeah, I
20: didn't sign any uh, uh, mustard bottles or, or, or golf balls. Um, Maybe wish I had had a golf ball that night, you know what I mean? But uh, I'm only kidding. All right? um, but uh, uh, it was a, a great competitive atmosphere, man. Like that's that's college sports as good as it gets. Um, you know, just the energy and electricity inside of that stadium for 59 minutes, man. It uh, it was special.
3: It was absolutely special. Lane Kiffin's had lots of fun with that. You can't tell a joke and ha ha about it and then be immediately be like,
4: I'm only kidding. Delivery wasn't great there, was it? No, not great delivery. I
6: not not the best comedic timing that.
4: I did love the four fifty nine minutes. Loved
3: yeah. that. Yeah, that's pretty good. So you think he was implying that he wanted to throw
4: that golf ball at a fan or at Lane Kiffen or I think he was trying to be funny and say he wanted to throw a golf ball at Lane Kiffin as well.
3: Yeah. Probably would have been better suited to throw one at Matt Corral and try and knock him out.
6: <laughs> yes, that would have been the I mean, one. did
3: Lane Kiffin play to the crowd that night? Oh, my goodness. He had so much fun with that.
6: He embraces the heel. He knows how to do it. Okay, is he a professional wrestling fan, and we just don't know about it? Because he knows how to—he knows how to play to the camera. I bet he would cut a mean promo if we'd let him. Probably, probably so. How good is Tennessee going to be? I feel like they're a, a year away from being really, really good. Feel like yeah, I've but Hendon Hooker's gone
3: like next year. Hint and Hooker will be I back know, next year.
6: They've recruited pretty well. We'll see how that goes. Well, they got the eight like trending million dollars quarterback in the right direction. coming in.
21: That's the, right. That, that they're trending a, in
6: the right direction. That's going to be such. A I just, blast. I just, I have too many questions for me this year to say for sure that's a nine-win team. But eight, I, eight is. I, I
3: understand. Um, I told you I. Uh, I'm pulling it up just to double check that I actually followed through with it. You know where I picked Tennessee in the East? Second.
4: At a boy, at a boy. They got to go to Pittsburgh in week two. Pat Narduzzi, by the way, was talking some junk at ACC media day. So Pittsburgh's head coach, his mm-hmm. offensive coordinator left. You know they had their best season that I can remember Pittsburgh football ever having. Maybe offensively. They, uh, offensively, had a uh, first-round pick, the first-round pick quarterback. And his the offensive coordinator leads, football. And he says, I'm paraphrasing, I wanted him to run the ball. I'm so glad he's not here now because we can actually get back to running the football. Like, whoa, okay. And then he also said that if they joined the Big Ten, they would compete for the league every year because they played Michigan State last year and, oh, by the way, lost the game. But we didn't have our quarterback, and that's the only reason why, and that there's only one team in the Big Ten that they'd be worried about. It's like, Pat, you lost to Western Michigan last year, man. You can't say that the Big Ten is weak when you lose at home to Western Michigan. Which is not actually a Big Ten team. It's just
3: in the same part of the country in which the Big Ten teams reside. It is, at best, the
4: third-best team in the state of Michigan. I I respect it, I guess, but that was a little bizarre. Yeah. Like, you're going to knock the Big Ten, beat their directional schools first. Yeah. He also did
3: not hold back on his frustration of uh, Jordan Addison going to Southern Cal. Did not. I mean, unfiltered Pat Narduzzi. Which, by the way, we applaud, right? We we get tired of coach speak. Yeah. So can't be mad when they say what's actually on their mind. We, we are, are grateful for that. I suppose that does not make them immune from um, analysis, but we are grateful that we have something to analyze uh, and, and some real feelings. Sports Talk Mississippi, one hour in the books with you on this Thursday afternoon. We'll take a timeout come back with you four o'clock hours next.
2: For a the for Texas Bowl, Mississippi. Powered by your tree professionals at Bologna Street Pros, 601 345 898
22: Fox News. I'm Steve Rappaport. President Biden contracts COVID-19 but says his symptoms are mild and will continue working while he isolates. Our expectation is that he's going to continue to to have mild illness um, and he's going to be monitored for symptoms. White House COVID-19 response coordinator Dr. Ashish Jha, First Lady Jill Biden says she tested negative this morning and will keep her schedule. The defense rests in the trial of former Trump White House advisor Steve Bannon without calling any witnesses.
10: Prosecutors called just two witnesses to testify against Bannon. One was Kristen Amerling, the House January 6th committee's deputy staff director. She testified Bannon disregarded deadlines to respond to a September 2021 subpoena.
22: Fox's Jill Nato, Bannon's attorney asked the judge for an acquittal, arguing Amerling's testimony wasn't reliable. America is listening to Fox News.
23: protect your home and office with havard pest control a family-owned and operated business for 75 years havard provides termite and pest services with free quotes low monthly payments free recalls and unmatched customer service for more information visit
9: havardpest.com when unexpected injuries happen mississippi sports medicine's urgent ortho care is prepared for casting and x-rays right on site Faster than an ER visit, and physicians and practitioners are on site. We'll wrap up your injury fast and get you on your way. No referral needed. Open in Madison and Flowood. Monday through Friday, 8 to 7. Jackson, 8 to 5. Open Saturday in Madison, 8 to 2. Mississippi Sports Medicine Urgent Care. It's a wrap.
12: The best made to order lunch in Northeast Jackson is at 4th and Gold Sports Cafe. Homestyle plates full of catfish, shrimp, and rib tips, just to name a few. Eat in or carry out, DoorDash or Grubhub. Call 769 208 8283. Once again, 769 208 8283.
24: It's Alyssa Arbuckle, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. The Mississippi Board of Education has voted to repeal a 1990 policy that prohibited the possession of firearms and other weapons on school campuses. The vote came after the board expressed that the policy conflicts with the state's current enhanced carry statutes. Now local school districts will be required to revise their own policy on how to handle staff members with permits. Mississippi Department of Education's General Counsel Aaron Meyer explained during the board's meeting. We're
25: requesting the temporary rule again to um, remove the conflict that exists in state law. Um, That state statutes going to supersede our policy regardless. Um, The local school districts need to review their current policies and make sure that they're in compliance with both federal and state law as well as process standard 31 which is about um, the safe and secure environment um, and the school safety manual.
27: Some things are hard to ignore, like a bad toupee. The Mississippi Lottery's Mega Millions jackpot is one of the good things you should not ignore. It's big. We're talking massive. It's just $2 per play, and for an extra buck, you can add the Mega Plyer for a chance to make your non-jackpot winnings really sore. What are you waiting for? Somebody's going to win it? Be somebody. Get your Mega Millions tickets today. Then buy that guy a new rug. Have fun, y'all.
7: Gambling problem? Call 888-777-9696.
24: The Neshoba County Fair kicks off this Friday with rides, entertainment, and of course, political stumping. Sid Salter, political analyst and chief communications officer for Mississippi State University, told us it'll be a light year for speeches.
8: The statewide elected officials and then the legislators and judges who uh, actually serve Neshoba County in some capacity, uh, that will be the crop of speakers. Uh, Obviously, you'll have the Uh, Democratic uh, nominee in the 3rd Congressional District, Uh, I don't think Congressman Guest is going to uh, be able to speak because he will be on Capitol Hill uh, available to vote.
24: Standing tradition at Mississippi's giant house party is that if you don't represent folks in Neshoba County, you don't speak, so don't expect to hear candidates in the 4th District. This year's public and political speakers will take the stage Wednesday and Thursday, July 27th and 28th.
8: all the folks in the capital city metro area love to have you join me tomorrow morning six till nine gallo show we'll start your day the informed way super talk mississippi
13: 97.3 Come on.
4: are we gonna do this
2: back to sports talk mississippi
0: keep rolling three two one
2: super talk mississippi
4: A
3: question It's what we were talking about before the break. My question is, so which one is it, Pat Narduzzi? We'll get to the answer to that question in just a second. Sports Talk Mississippi with you in the Pearl River Resort studio. Pearl River Resort is the home of the sportsbook at Time Out Lounge. You can visit them online at pearlriverresort.com. You can also be a part of the conversation on the C Spire text line. 601-879-4395. Want to give your business the edge? Get gigabit fiber internet from C Spire Business, backed by world-class IT experts who live where you do, right here in C Spire country. To check availability in your area, log on now to seaspirecom slash business. So Pat Narduzzi was on a podcast last week discussing his former offensive coordinator, Mark Whipple, It was the Bazzi's Black and Gold Banter podcast. Here was Pat Narduzzi's quote.
6: Seems legit, by the way.
3: Our old offensive coordinator had no desire to run the ball. He was stubborn. Wake Forest was 118th in run defense, and we threw the ball every down. When we ran it, we ran it for 10 yards, but that wasn't good enough. Pat Narduzzi on Mark Whipple, who is now the offensive coordinator at Nebraska. So, keep that quote in the back of your mind, and now listen to what Pat Narduzzi says in a roundabout way about his former play caller.
15: You know, I stayed quiet for a long time just because, you know, it was a recruiting process. And we were deep in the recruiting, and, um, but, you know, I'm focused on our guys that are, you know, that want to be here at Pitt, and, and that's going to be the key. And Jordan's a great, you know, great kid, great player. Um, We had fun with him for two years. You know, I think you know we helped him get where he is today. Uh, I think we helped him win a Blitnickoff and and be the player that he is. I think Kenny Pickett was pretty good. He had you know he had one of the best quarterbacks in the country throwing the ball every day. So I think sometimes people forget you know how they got where they are. Um, So it was it was it was a special year. And and, um, again, I got a lot of ton of respect for Jordan. Um, But you know, young men got to make decisions uh, based on what they know or what they thought. And um, and we kind of we kind of move on.
3: So Jordan Addison made a decision based on dollars. What he knew, what he thought, dollars, whatever. And don't let anybody tell you otherwise. Southern Cal paid him a bunch of money in NIL, and he's now on the West Coast. And he's going to get more attention as a wide receiver at Southern Cal than he got at Pittsburgh. But I go back to my question, which, which one is it? So if you're complaining about your offensive coordinator not running the ball But then you use the fact that you had a great quarterback who had a record setting year, and you want to take responsibility for building the Bolitnikoff winner through your passing game, hundred catches, fifteen hundred yards. Which is it? Are you mad about the play calling? Or because of the play calling and what you were doing offensively, did you develop the Blitnikoff winner, and now you want to be salty about him leaving? Which one is it, Pat? I mean, I, like, I'm good with
4: either. Just let me know which one it is. The juxtaposition of those two is so funny. I wanted to run the ball more. Also, why wide receiver are you leaving me? <laughs> says we're finally going to be
3: able to get back to running the ball. <laughs> oh, man. Please don't leave Mr. Bolitnikoff winner. Not to say that there can't be a balance of the two, but still. I don't know. I'm just having those two, having trouble with those two quotes from Pat Narduzzi and kind of making them yeah. dovetail. He
4: was he had some fireworks, though. ACC Media days is actually kind of interesting. Dabo Sweeney said yesterday, uh, when talking about DJ Uyangala XYZ, um, that all of his fans uh, who are critical of him don't know anything because the fans wanted to bench Trevor Lawrence for DJ, and he's glad he didn't listen to them. Could Just completely made up a thing that his fans thought that they absolutely did not. So loved that. Uh, Mario Cristobal said that the turnover chain at Miami is going away. Mm-hmm. Not part of our culture. Not part of our culture. It does feel like, though, Miami since the U days has been kind of a a caricature, right? Everybody knows Miami because of how they acted and not so much how they played. And they've been kind of the butt of jokes, really, in my lifetime. I I don't remember much about good Miami football. I remember the 2001 National Championship team. Yeah, it was really, really, really good. And who was it, Willis McGahee, who hyperextended his knee the next year in the National Championship game?
1: Mm Mm-hmm.
4: I remember those teams, but after that, in my lifetime, Miami's been a joke. They've had no fans, teams have been bad, they've made bad hires, Have been a joke. It feels like they're finally serious. Like this is a program that you need to take seriously when it comes to football. Our focus has been on SEC
3: Media Days this week, and so we haven't given a lot of... Time for what the other things are that are happening around the country. Here's here's some of what Dabo had to say. This is courtesy of ACC Radio on Sirius XM.
20: I don't think it's unhealthy for the game. What's unhealthy for the game is, uh, no. for, you know, people to to not have opportunity or access you know uh, i think that's unhealthy mm-hmm. uh, but where we are right now with 130 teams fighting for one trophy this is not football is not a tournament sport right you know and, and i think there has to be and i think most football people know where this thing is going it's just a matter of when mm-hmm. you know i mean ultimately there mm-hmm. and there needs to be in my opinion a restructuring of college football there needs to be a new governance structure mm-hmm. Uh, and, and, and you know, a little bit more um, uh, clarity. And because right now it's just all about chasing TV contracts and expansion. It's all being driven by the playoff. And uh, so, you know, ultimately, to me, there's probably going to be, you know, I, I think the mega conference thing is here to stay, yep. you know, uh, but ultimately it's probably going to end up in one big league with divisions and, maybe four teams from each group, regional type of stuff, and, and you have you know a 16-team playoff or something. I think that's probably where it's going to end up eventually. Uh,
3: that was Dabo Sweeney at ACC Media Days. He used the phrase mega conference. Greg Sankey multiple times this year used the phrase super conference. And, you know, potato, potato, same deal. But you got people that are way, way, way up the ladder. We're talking about what we've been talking about for a long time, and that the fact is that it's an inevitability. Now, what I can't help but wonder is if we fast forward eight years, is the ACC, is a team like Clemson, who is a – look, I know Clem, Clemson took a step back last year. They still won ten games. Clemson is a national power currently. Can they maintain it? Can, can Clemson in the ACC, he's talking about a mega conference and, and all of this stuff. We know about the grant of rights and the, the difficulty that they have. Can, can the ACC, can Clemson, Florida State, Miami, North Carolina, et cetera, maintain or grow from where they are right now if their revenue is half Not just one time, but year after year after year after year. If their revenue is half of what the teams in the Big Ten and the SEC are collecting on an annual basis through their media rights package,
6: can they maintain? It's two different things. Can they grow? Yeah. Yeah, they can grow. They're bringing in money. Sure. Can they grow faster than their competition? No. 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 I mean, what you've got there is you're the mom-and-pop store, and you're, you're, your opponents are Walmart at that point. So you can grow. You can do business. You can have money. But you, you're going to fall behind. And eventually you're going to fall You might fall too far behind.
4: And he said something wrong there, too. He said football's not a playoff sport. Yes, it is. He said not a tournament sport. It's not a tournament sport. Yes, it is. College football at the highest level has not been a tournament sport. But in every level of football they finish the season with a tournament from high from, school from 10th grade all
3: the way through the NFL.
4: Yep. Except It's a tournament for
3: sport with the exception of college.
4: FBS football. FCS has a 24 team playoff, Division 2, Division 3. They all NAIA. They all have playoffs. Junior college football. Junior uh, co- uh, kind of. They're more of a bowl system, but still. The NFL obviously has a playoff so, that was a little goofy to me. It's like, no, no, your version of football is not a tournament sport. The rest of it does just fine with it.
21: Yeah.
3: He, he also said, and, and we didn't stick with the clip long enough, whether the ACC goes to 52 teams or we move to the new Megatron World Conference, I don't really know. I'm not really concerned about any of it.
6: Oh. Why why's it, why it got to be Megatron? Why can't it be Optimus Prime? Why the can't you be good guys?
3: Megatron World Conference. But he does say there needs to Star be restructuring. division. And and of course he says there needs to be restructuring. Because without restructuring, his program is going to be in a league that is about to get lapped annually. Sports Talk Mississippi. We'll be right back.
7: From the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations serving you in Ridgeland and Brandon. For your glass needs, call 601-605-4443. It is real slow and glow Uh, just past uh, Glugstadt on 55 northbound. An accident at exit 114 has some lane blockages, but traffic is moving through the accident through that site. So uh, just be patient as you pass through. Elsewhere, things looking pretty good. This update is brought to you by Smith Brothers Body Shop. Call Smith Brothers 601-353-5217.
17: This is Brent Callaway. Since 1954, Callaways has been family owned and operated. Located in Bludstadt, south of Germantown High, Callaways has an outstanding selection of your favorite trees, shrubs, color plants, and bagged and bulk soils. Everything for your outdoor living. Large shipments of outdoor patio furniture have arrived. Calloway's showroom and warehouse are full. Did you know Callaways has beautiful decorative accessories and gift items for your indoors and outdoors? Callaways has bulk soils for pickup and local delivery. Callaways landscape designers Clinton Streeter and Corey Castle can design and install your landscape. Calloway's Glutstadt on Calhoun Station Parkway, south of Germantown. Everything for home and
1: garden, that's what Callaways is.
18: 37 years.
13: Hey guys, under 35, are you getting a little thin on top? Sure, you can shave your head, but let's face it, unless you're built like the rock, bald really is not all that beautiful. Well, there's some good news. Today, losing your hair is a choice. I'm Dr. Michael Konoski at Mississippi Hair Restoration in Metro Jackson. Our new, affordable, non-surgical, in-office treatments stop loss and regrow your hair. So fight back. The sooner you start, the less you have to lose. See our results at StopHairLossMS.com.
16: Hi, I'm David Frederick, owner of Frederick Sales and Service Brandon. For more than 27 years, we've been selling and servicing Exmark mowers here in central Mississippi. Whether you have a city lot, a country estate, or a large institutional property, Exmark has a mower to fit your needs. I invite you to come by and check out all of what Exmark and Fredericks has to offer. With special financing available, we have mowers in stock and ready for you. Fredericks sales and service the choice in outdoor equipment, serving you since 1993.
8: Of year with a special invitation to join us weekday morning 6 09. Breaking news, quick shots, analysis, all right here on Super Talk Jackson
2: 97.3. Come on, Super Talk Mississippi. Check this out. Are you ready? Yeah! Sports Talk Mississippi.
3: CSPAR text line six zero one eight seven nine four three nine five Zachary and in Independence. Maybe we knew this. JUCO just moved to an FBS model this past year with a four team playoff and other bowls. They do that this past year. Well, right, Zachary, I'm going to trust you on that. Um, echoing what Borky said, football isn't a tournament sport. Quote Dabo, when every other level of the sport is just that—it's a tournament sport. Zach at Oxford says you're just too young, Borky, to remember when Miami was a powerhouse. I was thinking that when you said it. so, yes, two thousand one, that was the the last great Miami team. But late eighties into well, the O2 early, team was mid, good, but the they, they lost the
6: national championship game. Yeah. Yeah,
4: and I guess that was that was my point. People my age don't remember Miami being anything other than a fun documentary about how they acted like clowns in bad football.
6: Yeah. And the, Nebraska's kind of the same way. Nebraska was dominant, yeah. and then they weren't.
4: I don't remember um, good Nebraska football at all. No, nothing in my life that I can remember was Nebraska a powerhouse. Was
3: it the 1995 or 94 5, 6 national championship game against Florida?
6: I mean, we were sitting right next to Andy Staples. We could have asked him about it. He would have vivid memories. Whew. Which game? Which year was that? 95 is the game you're thinking of where Tommy Frazier it was following up over and around yeah, Florida.
3: Following the 94 season, it was the
6: 95 yeah. Orange Bowl? No, it's the 90, following the 95 season, the 96 Orange Bowl.
3: I thought, the, I thought it was the 96 Sugar Bowl that was the national championship
6: when Florida and Florida State played each other. Following the, the 96. it was for the '96. That was for the '96 season. Okay. Anyway, you have to trust me on that one.
4: I, I will. That was very annoying how they would do that. Yeah.
6: Yeah, it's uh, like I never say it like that. I like I always say, it's just the '96. The, the the bowl belongs to the season. I don't yes. care what it's played on January first, nineteen ninety seven. It's the '96 Sugar Bowl, as far as I'm concerned.
3: And that was so the 96 Sugar Bowl was Florida, Florida State, and the 95 right. Orange Bowl was Nebraska, Florida. Right. Is that Orange Bowl or Fiesta Bowl? It doesn't matter, regardless. I think it was doesn't the Orange matter. Bowl, but it doesn't matter. Uh, also on the Ceasefire Text line, Richard, great show as usual. Wanted to congratulate Hey Dad on his new show and new venture on Wednesday nights. I think the ratings will be through the roof. He certainly hopes so. Also, please don't Coach drop Club. the ball on the topic you had with Coach Mike Leach. Since Haydad has a lot of pull when it comes to Mississippi State Athletics, I was going to recommend that he submit a letter to the Athletics Director and have Coach Leach sign off on it at um, having the official song changed to Mississippi Queen like we discussed in the interview. Anybody can make well, it I mean, happen. I, Brian Haydad can. Thanks, guys. That's from Jeff.
6: I'm not much for writing letters, but we can just have John Cohen on a show and ask him about it. Hmm.
4: I feel like that's below, below his pay grade. I mean, bothering him with it probably fourth is, quarter but, song is.
6: Well, if he wants it, though, he can make it happen. He knows who to ask. I got to tell you all this, by the way, because this let's sum up the state of Mississippi here. So, Super Talk, you know, they're, they're promoting my show. They put a post on Facebook saying, here's this new show covering Mississippi State. It got three comments. One was from a state fan saying, this is great because I can't listen to sports talk Mississippi anymore. It's just an Ole Miss show. One was from a USM fan saying, oh, great, you guys cover everything but USM. Myself and like three other people pointed him towards the Eagle Hour. And then the third comment was from an Ole Miss fan saying, nobody cares about state anyway. So what a perfect summation of our state here was on that one Facebook post. My, Absol-
4: f- my favorite internet person, message boarder or whatever, is the guy that knows intimate details about the content of the show but swears they don't
6: listen. I love that person. Exactly. That person exists, though. They do exist. I don't listen and to that we, show
4: because Brian Haydad said this on Tuesday of last week. It's like, well, how do you know that?
3: Yeah. We appreciate those of you that don't listen that actually listen. Very much. There's a lot of them. We we greatly appreciate those of you. All right, so we have heard today from Josh Heupel saying that he has not signed any mustard bottles or golf balls and he wished he had had a golf ball. Somebody did point out, I think it was Mike in Oxford that pointed out, I uh, I interpreted that to mean he would have liked to have had a golf ball to uh, throw at one of the officials. Why? Because they got the call right? Well, you know, but in real time he probably would have liked to have thrown a golf ball at one of the officials.
4: Uh, boy, blaming the officials that night was one of the more dumb it's the official's fault thing. I mean, you're talking this far short on a replay. It was as clear of a replay as possible. They could not have possibly gotten it wrong. Like, there is no open for interpretation. Well, They got it right. I don't, know about, right. Like, I don't it, know about that. They might still could have gotten it wrong, but they didn't.
3: They didn't remember uh, yeah. the whole moving into the ball of foot Auburn spotting. You remember that, hey, Dad? You you keep a tally of those well, things.
4: Well, I say that or you no remember the South Carolina Michigan Outback Bowl where the ball was clearly this far short of the chains.
1: <laughs> First, <laughs> First down. down,
4: and Spurrier's like,
3: "What?" But uh, it's 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 you can see right Jesus there it's short,
8: and yet uh,
3: and yet not so much. Speaking of Mike in Oxford, big thanks to Mike. Ducked his head in the studio right before I got here and dropped off a uh a watermelon and it is a whopper. I am fired up about taking the watermelon home and uh cutting that bad boy up tonight.
4: Just <laughs> Just don't share the video online of you saying something extremely yeah. inappropriate. Did, oh, he,
6: keep it clean. I
4: will I will oh, absolutely what? I will keep it clean, trust me.
6: No, not you. Yeah, I'm done to him. Um
4: Hey, that's friend. Brandon Walker sent the head of Barstool Sports a Smith County watermelon. And the head of Barstool Sports, Dave Fortnoy, is recording himself eating the watermelon, talking about how it's the best watermelon he's ever had in his life, and it's great and all that. And in the video, he says a phrase that I can't even paraphrase for you on air appropriate. A wow. very suggestive and vulgar phrase about how good the watermelon was. A local... News outlet covered him posting the video (laughs) online, called him a TikTok star, and posted the unedited video on their website of him
6: saying a
4: phrase that I can't even... I can't
6: wait till we get to the break, because I know you're going to tell him what he said, and I won't be able to hear, (laughs) but I'll be able to watch when Richard starts cracking up. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm looking
3: forward to it already. <laughs> hey, coming up in our uh, our next segment, we had a chance on Tuesday to sit down and visit with Jaden Crumity. We ran out of time on Tuesday and didn't have uh, the time to play that interview for you. I thought it was a, a, a fun conversation, and we will get to that coming up in just a little while. Uh, that's uh, coming up after the break. Do we have time to hear from Jimbo before we go to yeah, commercial? Yeah,
4: we do. Jimbo talking about the spat with Nick Saban. And for context, because he starts this weird, he was asked about a Mark Stoops quote about how that spat was nothing. You should have seen them at practice.
12: Okay. Just about, I mean, comp- like, so, I, listen, I'm a to of respect for Nick. There's, there's no problem with Nick. you got two competitive guys, and unfortunately, like you say it, you get out in public and in different things. We stood up, with, and it's over with. I have no problem with that. But we are at practice field. We were great competitors, and he was a great defensive coach, and we were establishing offensively, and we used to have tremendous battles. And we, had, we both had tremendous players on both sides of the ball. But they were it was his team, and I was just the offensive coordinator. But, you know, it was fun. And, uh, you know, a lot of great respect for him. Wah, wah.
3: Hey, next time you play a Jimbo clip, would you mind playing it in regular speed instead of yeah, doing sorry, the fast-forward but, speed? I was
4: playing with the levels, and I hit the wrong button. (laughs) He addressed that today, though. He did. One of the transcribers that works for the SEC asked him why he talks so fast on the main stage.
3: (laughs) So we had one of the transcribers ask for the microphone? Yep.
4: It basically told him to slow down. (laughs) It's pretty.
6: And he had some fun. For a change, he had some fun with it. But that quote,
4: and then on another one of the press conferences, he said something about privacy, and it's just such a joke. How can you say, unfortunately it got out in public, when you called a press conference to air your grievances publicly, Mm -hmm. and then complain about the grievances becoming public? Also, he
3: was asked about. and I think it was Drew Armin that asked him about the, um, the the video that surfaced of his assistant coach talking about the people behind the glass being the ones that pay. He's like, no, 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 no. no. That's not that's not what happened. That's not. He, that guy was. He's only been there a month. He'd only been, been on staff with us for a month. He's a new guy didn't really understand. But what what he was saying is what we tell all our all our players is those people that sit up there behind that they're the ones that pay for our program. They they, they pay for our program. Uh, they, they give the money that pays for everything. <laughs> he was not specifically talking about. NIL and paying players.
6: Yeah, totally. Of course not.
1: Yeah. Of
3: course that's not what he was talking about. Good spin, though. Good spin. Terrible spin. Full of you-know-what. All guests on Sports Talk Mississippi appear on the Farm Bureau phone line. Check out com and go with the home team, Mississippi Farm Bureau. Again, favrates.com. Go there. Uh, you can enter your zip code, click on how you want to get a quote, whether you want to bundle coverage or get it individually, chance for you to save money. You're dealing with agents that you know in your community, Mississippi Farm Bureau. That's why we tell you to go with the home team. Jaden Cromedy, defensive lineman, large man at Mississippi State, joins us next.
12: From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, a 20% chance of showers, partly sunny, high near 97. Tonight, a 30% chance of showers, mostly cloudy, low around 76. Finally, Friday has a 50 50 shot of rain, partly sunny, high near 96. And a look to your Saturday, mostly sunny conditions and hot, high all the way up to 97. This weather brought to you by our friends at Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile in downtown Bolton. Shop local. Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile, your building supply expert since 1871.
2: Boats, rods and reels, guns and clothing. Shop for all this and more at the Mississippi Ag and Outdoor Expo. You'll find tractors, implements and more for the ag world. And a petting zoo for kids. Presented by Southern Ag Credit. See the latest trucks from Chevrolet. August 5th through 7th at the Trademark at the Fairgrounds. Brought to you by the Foundation for Mississippi Wildlife, Fisheries and Parks. And sponsored by Southern Ag Credit. Adult tickets, 12 bucks. For more information, visit MississippiOutdoorExpo.com.
0: Why should you trust Coleman-Taylor Transmissions for your transmission repair? If you have an issue, I'm
20: the one to deal with. I have a 4.7 rating on Google. It's about as legitimate as it gets. We've been in that location for 50 years. Our company has been in business for 61 years, 62 years this year. We've had the same phone number since 1970.
0: Needing a transmission repaired is never convenient, but with free towing on major repairs, it's a little bit easier. Call Coleman-Taylor Transmissions today at 601-355-8526 or go to Coleman-Taylor-Jackson-MA dot com.
24: It's Alyssa Arbuckle and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. The Mississippi Board of Education has voted to repeal a 1990 policy that prohibited the possession of firearms and other weapons on school campuses. The vote came after the board expressed that the policy conflicts with the state's current enhanced carry statutes. Now local school districts will be required to revise their own policy on how to handle staff members with permits. Mississippi Department of Education's General Counsel Aaron Meyer explained during the board's meeting.
25: We're requesting the temporary rule again to... Um remove the conflict that exists in state law. Um, that state statute's going to supersede our policy anyway. regardless. Right. Um, the local school districts need to review their current policies and make sure that they're in compliance with both federal and state law, as well as process standard 31, which is about um, the safe and secure environment um, and the school safety manual.
2: What decisions are being made by state lawmakers and how will they affect you, your family, and community? If you listen, if you listen, you'll know Supertalk Mississippi, the Super Talk app, and at Supertalk.fl.
4: Hi, I'm Billy Kinder, host of Big Billy Kinder Outdoors here, the show Saturdays at 1, right here
18: on Super Talk Mississippi. Turkey's Whitetail, Grenada Lake Crappie, or Gulfport Redfish. We enjoy it all, especially when you're in camp with us on Super Talk Mississippi
3: SEC media days at the College Football Hall of Fame in Atlanta. Richard Cross, Brian Haydad, and Jaden Crumity. We have a large man between a 6'5", 3'10", defensive tackle at Mississippi State. So far, so good today?
27: Yes, sir.
3: (laughs) You've done a lot of talking, haven't
27: you? A lot, a lot of it.
3: What's been the highlight of the day so far?
27: Uh, Yeah, i say golfing. Golfing. Uh, Golfing. Yeah. What'd you guys do? Did you go to? I a top golf. Had the club, had the ball, had to hit it in the cup.
3: So that's one of the the deals that they
27: take you through. In the uh, series A Okay. And I, I Did was you make the make putt? It. No.
21: <laughs>
3: don't feel bad. I, he'll tell you. Don't feel bad. So so we were at at Pearl River Resort at Dancing Rabbit, which is in Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. It was probably a year or so ago. Yeah, they're one of our sponsors on the show. And hey, Dad was uh, we had him. Hit a ball in the driving range, and that was that was a scene. (laughs) Yeah, Uh, he did finally make contact, and then we put him on the putting green. and I thought, okay, this will be this will be better for him. It was not. It was not (laughs) better for me. It Took him thirty seven tries to make a putt. I mean, I mean, give or take
27: time, but second time I got it. But I I was this far from the hole. Natural athlete. (laughs) Had you ever
3: played golf before? Mm
27: -mm, Never.
3: You think there's golf in your future? No,
27: <laughs> not at all.
3: Let, let's talk about something that is in your future, and that's playing on the defensive line. There is a standard of excellence at the defensive tackle position at Mississippi State. You, you go back to uh, to Fletcher Cox. Uh, you look at Chris Jones, guys that are doing quite well in the NFL, Jeff Simmons, obviously with the Titans, uh, and a huge future in front of him. It, is there a pressure or... Um, an emphasis that you put on yourself to continue the standard that those guys have set.
27: Yeah, I do tend to put uh, more emphasis on myself to to make sure that I, I can get to that point and to make sure that I can help uh, younger guys as well as they did uh, to pass down, you know, different type of uh, skill sets and trying to make sure I help the younger guys. And I mean that helps uh, keep the keep the role going with uh, being in Mississippi State so that people can, you know, obviously get to the league and do the same thing that they're doing.
3: You were telling us before we started this that that when you came in, Jeff Simmons and some of those other guys kind of talked to you about what was expected. Did, did that happen previously? I mean, Chris Jones before him, and maybe even going back to Fletcher Cox, where, where that is expected that, like, you're, you're kind of passing that down yeah. and now you've got to do that for younger guys?
27: Yeah, I'm pretty sure a, a lot of them just, like, you know, Put, talk to them and you know uh, make sure that they knew, uh what was going on there and like how to to um, you know keep going and how to push forward and help the teammates out and help everybody else coming along. So I'm pretty sure that they helped uh, they helped everybody that's coming coming down. So I feel like it's it's been a great thing at Mississippi State.
6: Zach Arnett loves loves to blitz. As <laughs> yes, aggressive a defensive coordinator is in the country. Do you you enjoy that style of
27: defense? Yes, I do a lot because sometimes it, you know it leaves it leaves some of the people uh, free to to get in the backfield and make plays.
6: And that's usually you, right? Yes,
27: sir.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Trying to open those lanes up a little bit with bodies flying all over the place. <laughs> when we yes, were
6: asking, sir. you know, we had Bookie Watson here a minute ago, and I said, you know, those guys are so important to what you want to do mm-hmm. defensively. What do the linebackers in the secondary offer? That allows you to do
27: what you want to do defensively. Uh, they they make sure that they cover their people in, uh, in the the linebackers they make sure that they you know give us the right calls and make sure that we're in the right spot. So w- once they get us in the right spot, if if we uh, tend to mess up on uh, one play, then they it really just sets us up for a, a good uh, opportunity to get in the backfield.
3: Jay, we know that the SEC is made up of a bunch of dudes. I mean, right? I mean, just studs everywhere you look. So, in terms of guys that you have had to face, what's the most difficult assignment you've had to deal with on an opponent, uh, opposing an opponent's offensive
27: line? Uh, I would say played against somebody who was solid as a rock and hard to move. But you know, once you start to uh, do what you uh, what you can do, you can get around somebody. So. It, it really wasn't too much of a problem for for us, but... Who know, was it? It was this guy from uh, that, that played at Georgia. That One time we played them. And I don't know if he still, if he played in the NFL or not, but I know he had one to the Ravens after that season. So, I, I don't remember his name, though, so...
6: And you yeah. played against two guys last year, Evan Neal, and I can never remember, remember his name, uh, the kid from NC State. Yes, two yeah. first-round guys last year.
27: Yeah, there were some tough guys, too,
6: but, you know... And then on top of that, you practice against Charles Cross every day as well. So. Yeah,
27: me, me, and Charles Cross, we went every, went at it every time that we practiced. So he he made me better, and I made him better. So I, I think feel like he might owe you a commission on that first <laughs> yeah. uh, that first check. Yeah, he really does because you know I, I played against him in high school too, so it, it went. You basically it, made Charles Cross is
6: what yeah, we're trying
3: to figure that, yeah, out. That's I got right. you. Okay, that's right. <laughs> Taking all the credit. Um, everybody knows you love playing home games, right? That's I mean, right. you get you get that home field advantage. But there's something about playing on the road. There's nothing that feels quite as good as winning on the road, especially when you're talking about a conference game. What's your favorite road stadium to play in?
27: Uh, I think I would say uh, from this past season it would be Texas a because it, it was. I like loud games. I don't know why, but I like loud games. And even if it's not for us, I still like it because uh, it brings me uh, energy for some reason. And I just like to to be in that predicament and. You know, um, just keep playing how I play.
3: You talked a second ago about having to deal with Charles Cross. His quarterback on the other side is pretty good as well, that you see in practice a lot, especially when you do one V one. What do we what do we not know about Will Rogers and the way that he plays the
27: game? Uh, hmm. I would say I don't know. I really don't have anything on him because I don't really. Look you don't ever at him get like to hit him, right? I mean, no, I don't get different color,
3: different color jersey. Don't <laughs> nah, touch him in practice. Nah, he's
27: been not him. He's gonna be out of practice. <laughs> yeah.
3: But when you watch him, what impresses you though about the way he plays the
27: position? Uh, like he 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 studies every play that uh, every play like is his last play that he can uh, study, and he reads defenses, and he he got a good arm on him as well, and like. He knows, he knows what he's doing for him to be a young quarterback. I was talking to Tabuki and he's a big man. Mm-hmm. Not as big as you.
6: <laughs> We're talking about our favorite places to go eat in Starkville. He threw out Bulldog Burger and and Spotlight Cafe. Are you mm-hmm. cool with our suggestions, or, or should, did we miss somewhere?
27: Yeah, I'm cool with those, too. Okay. And I also like, um, uh, I don't oh, I can't remember right now. But Where I'll is it?
0: Know.
27: Huh? It's in Starkville, but... I don't remember the name of it, but I'll let you know You need to let
6: me. And now I feel like I'm out of the loop. <laughs> I need to know the places. I'm, I'm gonna let you know, but
27: I can't think of it right now. Okay, okay. <laughs> All
6: right. Hey, Dad's a big Two Brothers guy. He likes to smoke meats. He likes, to, meats. Brothers, yeah, two he two likes to load up on those. Some two Brothers is great. I, I'm, I, I. Eat. If we, if you say, if Jayden says, "Hey, let's get in the car. Let's go to Two Brothers." I'm never going to say no.
27: Yeah, we can go there. All right. So, do you like to eat? Yeah, I love to. Eat. Do you cook? I grill. Okay. Tell yeah fiancé likes the two, but I agree. I don't do Good luck, brother.
3: What do you mean, old man? They <laughs> tell him congratulations. You're a terrible human being. Jeez, <laughs> I'm just saying. You know, I'm just saying. We got a wedding
6: date set.
27: Yeah, April eighth of next year.
6: April eighth of next year. Yeah, exactly. Now awesome. hold on, that's gonna be around the NFL draft. So you, you he's gonna, gonna have so much. You to have celebrate. a lot to celebrate right there. Yeah, yeah. Sure. get get drafted, get mm-hmm. married. That's, that's that's a heck of a week. And, and a heck
3: of a honeymoon you could take right there after that <laughs> signing bonus comes in as yes, well, there you her, uh, if you're interested in that. All right, so uh, when, you, when you're you a grill guy, what, what's the specialty? What's your go-to on the grill?
27: Uh, Either chicken or ribs. Chicken or ribs? Yes, sir. Like
3: long smoked ribs, take your time, do it right? Yes, sir. What, what's your process on ribs?
27: Um, one, you know, you got to take it out of the peg, you know, take it out the membrane and stuff. Yep. Uh, you gotta season it real well. Let it sit. Sometimes, if you if you want to marinate it, you know you can marinate it. But sometimes I don't do it because sometimes you know football being the way yeah but, uh, <laughs> slows things down a little bit. <laughs> but once you season it, I'll, I'll you know put it on the uh, grill, uh, and then you know uh, once it's on the grill, you let it sit for a little while. You know, keep checking on it, uh, and then. Uh, Let on, you can just wrap it up and foil and stuff, and I'm you know, put it back on the grill, and then after a while, then you're ready for it to eat. Sauce or no sauce? I don't like hot sauce. I mean, not hot sauce, but barbecue sauce. don't I like barbecue, barbecue sauce? sauce? I respect
3: that. I respect that. Dry ribs, We're okay about this. Jaden, I'm curious about, uh, curious about this. We talk about it because it's such a big topic in college football. That's name, image, likeness. NIL stuff. From a player's perspective. Uh, from from your perspective, when, when you hear NIL and all the conversations that are going on about it, tell tell me your thoughts.
27: Uh, I mean, I like I like uh, that people are doing uh, NIL deals. I mean, NIL deals, and I'm in one uh, right now. It's called crowd push. and uh, So right now, we're just uh, we're just you know keeping it within the team for now, and, um, and it got deals with other teams as well, but mainly uh, the football team is in it with State. And I think with the NIL deals, it's a great opportunity for people to uh, gain more money and you know get the names out there and you know help uh, help different companies with uh, get uh, different things out there as well.
3: Yeah. All right. Fifteen seconds left. Give me your thoughts
27: on this season. Um, this season, I feel like we're going to be a great team, and I feel like everybody has came come together to buy. And, you know, everybody can uh, rely on everybody. So I feel like everybody has each other's back for the season.
3: I told you at the beginning, a large man, Jaden <laughs> Crumity. We'll be right back.
7: The Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations serving you in Ridgeland and Brandon. Call 601-605-4443 for all of your glass needs. Still seeing delays 55 northbound lane closures due to an accident up at exit 114. Subsequently seeing delays on 51 northbound at Yandell Road. Elsewhere we're seeing some minor delays westbound on 20 at the stack between 49 and Gallatin. This update brought to you by Smith Brothers Body Shop. The best from us to you. Call 601-353-5217. Tune in this Saturday morning from 8 till 10 for Weekend Gardening, where garden mama Nellie Neal will tackle all your gardening questions. Weekend Gardening, brought to you in part by The Tractor Store, your local Mahindra dealer. The Tractor Store, Highway 49 South
0: in Richland. Are you having sewer and drain problems?
11: This portion of Sports Talk Mississippi is sponsored by Coleman-Taylor Transmission, servicing Central
14: Mississippi for over 60 years. Their ASE certified technicians offer dependable transmission services, a warranty, and record services. Call Coleman-Taylor today for all your transmission needs.
9: You have the constitutional right to have and carry a firearm. If you can't use it safely, confidently, and effectively to defend yourself and your family, it does you absolutely no good. We have classes daily to teach you and your family how to improve your shooting skills, whether you are a beginner or a grandmaster. If you aren't fully satisfied with the training, we will refund your entire fee. Thanks, and we look forward to seeing you at Boondocks. Look us up on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and visit us at boondocksfta.com.
0: Bridge. Bridge Builders.
14: solutions.
0: Arm yourself with everything you need to take on your
2: day. Wake up with Gallo tomorrow on 97.3 FM, Super Talk Mississippi.
16: Broadcasting of the Disturbed
2: continue. Sports Talk Mississippi. Super Talk Mississippi.
3: Thanks to Jaden Crumity for joining us at SEC Media Days earlier this week. We'll have another uh, conversation that we didn't get to. I- I'm not sure where we're going to go with the uh, with the next one, Orky.
4: Yeah, have you decided? Have not decided yet. Okay. I've got three in the holster though, so oh, yeah. I-, I get to take my pick. We'll have have another one for you uh, in
3: the five o'clock hour today, and uh, also a couple for you tomorrow to kind of wrap up the uh, week at SEC Media Days. You know, it's been a pretty good year for Kirby Smart. They won a national championship. First time in, oh, it it had been a while, hadn't it? 41 years. Not taking the bait. Uh, The year that was continues to be good for Kirby Smart. Today, Really good for Kirby Smart's bank account as his new contract at Georgia was announced—a ten-year contract with a total value of one hundred twelve point five million dollars, an annual average of eleven and a quarter million. Now it's going to start a little bit lower than that. He will make, I think, it's ten and a half million this year, and it will elevate to about twelve and a half million. At the uh, at the end of the contract, he he's actually going to make ten million two hundred fifty thousand this year. So in terms of top average salary, the SEC has spots one, two, three, six, and don't know after that. Coaches who make an average over the course of their contract of more than $9 million a year, and we don't have the exact numbers for Lincoln Riley at Southern Cal, because USC is a private school, and they don't have to release those numbers, at least not in the same way that other schools release the numbers. Everybody thinks that he's making north of $10 million a year. Considering the
4: beach house that he bought there in Los Angeles? He better be. It's a safe assumption, yeah. He better
3: be making more than $10 yeah. million a year after buying, what was it, like a $30 million house? It
4: was more like fourteen, I think. Okay. Well, in that case, pay for it in a year and a half. Had like six six fire pits outside. Yeah, it was one of those houses. Kirby Smart now
3: averaging eleven and a quarter million dollars a year. That is about six hundred fifty thousand a year more than Nick Saban's contract averages. At ten point six million. Brian Kelly going into year one of a ten year Basically, $100 million deal at LSU, $9.5 million a year for Brian Kelly. Mel Tucker, $9.5 million. You remember that off-season coup that Michigan State pulled? Looking like Mel Tucker was going to leave Michigan State, and then Michigan State was able to open the war chest. Ryan Day at Ohio State, $9.5 million. Jimbo Fisher, $9.5 million at Texas A&M. And Dabo Sweeney, $9.3 million at Clemson. That's your $9 million club in college football. Some earned, some not.
6: That's right. I mean,
3: outside of Jimbo Fisher and his raise, the market has dictated those salaries. Yeah. Nick Saban earned his money, Kirby Smart earned his money. The market dictated that Brian Kelly get $9.5 million. And the market was LSU. They were like, that's our guy. We want him. We're going to have to do something to pry him away. And so they did a fully guaranteed $95 million contract for Brian Kelly. He had leverage. Market dictated it. Mel Tucker had leverage. He was a hot commodity on the open market. And so in order to keep him, that's what Michigan State had to do. Ryan Day? Has he earned $9.5 million? How serious was he about possibly going to the NFL? Don't know. Had a little bit of leverage there. Jimbo had leverage when he got the original $7.5 million a year the 10-year $75 million contract. Jimbo earned that because he had leverage, because he was in a job, and it took that to get him away from Florida State. Yeah. The raise was the inexplicable part. Davo's earned
4: $9.3 He has. And he also no doubt. Uh, bemoaned players getting any money and said if they did, he would find something else to do because there was too much entitlement in the world, is uh, what the $10 million football coach said. Somebody says, so why didn't Richard go into coaching?
3: <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we're all questioning that to, uh, to some degree. I think i got a better quality of life, though, than some of those guys have.
4: I can't buy as much. We can't buy would as much. I the salary and the 14-hour work days. Yeah. Uh, let's see here.
3: You can be a part of the conversation on the ceasefire text line. We will start the 5 o'clock hour. With the college football fix, college football fix is driven by Ford. We will get to that when we come back with you, alongside Michael Borkey and Brian. Hey, Dad, I'm Richard Cross. This is Sports Talk, Mississippi.
2: This is Supertalk Mississippi, Mississippi. powered Power by your three professionals at Beroni Street Pro online at, at supertalk.fm.
22: Fox News. I'm Steve Rappaport. The White House says President Biden is working remotely after testing positive for COVID-19. His physician has started a treatment of the antiviral drug Paxlovid. And White House COVID
0: coordinator Dr. Ashish Jha says...
22: His risk of serious illness is dramatically lower.
0: Press Secretary Karine John-Pierre says the White House medical unit has begun
22: contact tracing. Fox's Jared Halpern in Washington. A judge in Louisiana rules abortion clinics in the state can remain open while a lawsuit challenging a new ban on abortions plays out. The state has just three abortion clinics and different restriction laws have been challenged ever since the U.S. Supreme Court reversed its finding in Roe v. Wade. The ban's challengers aren't denying the state's right to prohibit the practice, only that it's unclear as to when the state considers a fetus to be viable. Fox is Evan Brown. America is listening to Fox News.
5: This Fox News update has been brought to you by Tico's Steakhouse. Come dine with us. The steaks seared to perfection. Live Maine lobster and seafood. Make it Tico's tonight. Tico's Steakhouse, call 601-956-1030. This is Jack Hoffman. For nearly 31 years, Tico's Steakhouse has been a staple of fine dining in Jackson, Mississippi. Dad has long since desired for me to come work alongside him. And now that I'm here, I would like to invite you to come experience our family tradition of our hospitality, sizzling steaks, and healthy pork beverages. Our dining rooms are open and we are taking reservations. Our private rooms are also available along with takeout. Call today or stop in to experience Tico's in the second generation.
12: Tico's Steakhouse, East County Lime Road in Ridgeland, 601-956-1030.
23: Smith Marine has killer boat deals on sale now, featuring Crest Pontoons and Suzuki Motors. Offering thousands of new boats right now along with Suzuki Specials. This is the best time to buy your new or used boat. You'll never find a better deal. Smith Marine, 149 Harbor Drive, Main Harbor Marina in
15: Ridgeland. I'm Caleb Sailors, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. As medical cannabis slowly works its way to Mississippi, marijuana cultivators as well as doctors and patients have begun to sign up for a medical marijuana card, but the number of registrants is lower than expected. Melvin Robinson from the Mississippi Cannabis Trade Association tells us that he believes these numbers will go up as soon as product is introduced to the Mississippi market.
21: I I wouldn't say anything's working too slow. I do think patient numbers will uh, see an uptick uh, once you know, more product becomes available. Uh, More product is uh, actually being announced as being available soon. I think you'll see a uh, uptick and a lot more patient cards being uh, issued and things like that. Um, We have to get more uh, providers online and we're doing that now. Uh, The Department of Health has been uh, very good in making sure that uh, we're going to have providers here.
15: The Mississippi State Department of Health estimates that medical marijuana will be available by the end of the year.
9: Sounds so good you can almost taste it. Like Bluebell strawberry lemonade ice cream. Delicious strawberry ice cream swirled with lemonade sherbet and sprinkled with lemon-flavored flakes. It's better than you can imagine.
13: Bell ice cream at your local grocer and pick up your favorite flavor today.
15: The family of 77 year old Wade Davis is now offering $10,000 for anyone who can help find him. Davis was last seen on June 22nd walking with his dog on a country road in Alcorn County. Officials have since located the dog. In other news, it's almost that time of year when Mississippians can cheer on their favorite high schools on the gridiron and hardwood. But the Mississippi High School Activities Association announced that things will be done a little differently starting this upcoming season. According to the MHSAA, a running clock will be started in both football and basketball if a team is leading by more than 35 points at halftime or at any point in the second half. Clock stoppages will only be allowed for free throws, timeouts, ends of quarters, injuries, and when an official determines that there is a safety issue. For more information on the rules change, as well as all things Mississippi news, sports, politics, visit us online at supertalk.fm. I'm Caleb Sailors.
0: Hey, y'all. I'm Steve Azar inviting you to escape to Pearl River Resort, where the fun is going nonstop. Go off the deep end at the South's most exciting water park, Geyser Falls. After the thrills, test your skills at the Dancing Rabbit Golf Club. There's dining delight and love at first sight. And it's always no work and all play at Silver Star and Golden Moon Casinos. So come on, leave it all behind and head to Pearl River Resort.
2: Hello, I'm Kenny Francis from Corning, Arkansas. I'm proud to be a catfish farmer, and being selected as Arkansas 2022 Catfish Farmer of the Year means a lot to me. I pride myself in raising healthy fish for you to enjoy, and they were raised right here in America. So please make sure you and your family are receiving the best U.S. farm-raised catfish. This message is brought to you by the Catfish Institute. For more information, visit uscatfish.com.
10: good things with me, Rebecca Turner. It's Mississippi's Radio Happy Hour. Weekdays from 2 to 3 p.m. Right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. Here
0: we go.
2: Sports Talk Mississippi. Here's more. (laughs) Super Talk Mississippi.
3: 5 o'clock hour with you on this Thursday. You know, I love to tell you on Fridays, just as we begin the 5 o'clock hour, welcome to the weekend, six weeks from today, that proclamation moves up a day. Because I stand by the fact that the weekend begins on Thursdays during football season. It's a hill I'm willing to die on. You know, I agree with that.
6: Um, I'm with you. I'm with you on this.
3: It just feels different when you get to Thursday afternoon and get off work during the uh, college football season. That's six weeks away. Five weeks away for Vanderbilt, I suppose. I don't know if Vanderbilt people feel that way or not, but I think in small college towns in the... Part of the SEC, it very much feels that way. Glad to have you along in the Pearl River Resort Studios. Pearl River Resort, That is the uh, it's the home of Geyser Falls Water Park. And if you're thinking about how am I going to cool off this weekend, because the forecast is H-O-T hot like App State. I mean, it is that hot this weekend. So why not get away to the water park? Part of Pearl River Resort, Geyser Falls Water Park. You can find out all the information Online at PearlRiverResort.com. Just think how cool it would be to sit down in the splash pad area with that big old bucket filling, filling, filling with water. And about every two, two and a half minutes, splash right on your head. I'd love to see. Hey, Dad, put a chair out in the middle of the splash pad. Let him sit there in a in a tank top and his his swim trunks, and just wait on the bucket to slowly tilt and then splash. And after it seeing that, about, it
6: all hang out.
3: after about ten times of doing that, he can uh, slip onto his little raft and float around in the lazy river for a while. Maybe have somebody move his raft over to the uh, to the wave pool and just sit there and just up and down, up and down in the waves for a long time. You should do that this weekend. Guys are falls.
6: Can I have a strawberry mojito?
3: I mean, I'm not going to tell you no. All right, then. I don't know what the rules are about drinks in the water. I mean, sometimes they they don't allow you to do that, but hey, give it a go. Ask for forgiveness instead of permission. Anyway, check out Geyser Falls Water Park, part of Pearl River Resort. You can be a part of the conversation on the C Spire text line at 601-879-4395. It's time right now for the College Football Fix. College Football Fix is driven by Ford and your local Mississippi Ford dealers. Do you know about Ford Blue Advantage when looking to buy a used Ford? It's got everything on your used vehicle. checklist: a gold-certified 172-point inspection, a comprehensive limited warranty backed by Ford, a Carfax report, and even a 14-day, 1,000-mile money-back guarantee. The Ford Blue Advantage used car buying that's built for you. See your local Mississippi Ford dealer. Today, couple of notes quickly on the C Spire text line. Lazy rivers are amazing, and this is coming from a guy who prefers cooler weather. Yep, somebody said they would they would pay to see Heydad do that. Just sit there and have the water spill on him every two and a half
6: minutes. Weird, but okay. Yeah, I'll take your money.
3: Jeff says when I was a kid, going to Geyser Falls was incredible. I'm with you. I am with you. Barry and Collins says, uh, can't wait for football season. Even though I'm a Giants fan, I'm still excited.
6: There you go. No reason. They're bringing back the the old uniforms. Those throwbacks are sweet.
3: Yeah, the uh, the 80s and 90s Giants uniforms. Can it be a throwback if it's only 20, 25 years ago? I guess.
4: Yeah, it's a throwback. I I guess so,
6: yeah.
3: It's enough of a throwback. I, I don't feel like throwing back to my youth is really throwing back, but maybe... As Borky reminds me on a regular basis, I'm getting old. And so that is altogether a throwback. Borky, where are you taking us for the college football fix?
4: Yeah, see, here is something that I can't quite wrap my mind around. I think that the NCAA is actively trying to destroy college football. (laughs) I think they are. Uh, This is being reported by everybody at this point, the Division I Council. So far, it's just a recommendation, Mm -hmm. but that's how these things start. Is recommending the NCAA get rid of the one-time part of its transfer rule, meaning wide-open transfer as many times Mm. as you want Mm. without a single... Penalty. Anyone would be able to transfer and have immediate eligibility if they meet the academic standards. They could play multiple times, as many times as they want, or transfer multiple times and play right away. <laughs> transfer windows is also a thing they're considering, and there would be uh, the schools would be required to provide financial aid to the student athlete through the completion of their eligibility. Not a student that leaves their school. But if you bring in a transfer, you're financially responsible for that transfer until their eligibility runs out. Whew!
3: I mean, goodness gracious, this feels like a bad idea. The one-time transfer with no penalty? I'm on board. You know when when, when we were playing the what-if-you-were-in-charge game? I threw this idea out there I am, I am all for the need for a change in circumstance, right? Your circumstances change, and you need a fresh start. And there, there, there can be a myriad of reasons, right? You're not playing. You need to be closer to family. You're not happy. You're homesick. Your coach leaves. Your assistant coach leaves. I mean, a, a million different reasons. And so my idea was, and it's kind of where we are right now, One-time, transfer penalty-free, no questions asked. There is no waiver for a second transfer. If you have to move home because of an ill relative and you have already used your transfer, you can go. You can be placed on scholarship, but you have to sit out for a year. Well, that's not fair. Well, you got to be careful. you got to be very judicious in using that one-time transfer. And if the situation is so serious that you need a second transfer, you, you are allowed to do that, and you are allowed to be on scholarship once you enroll in a new school, if they're willing to accept you, but you are not eligible to play in that first year. That was my idea. Nobody cares what my idea is, but we're going to talk about it because it's what we do, right? It's on the on the radio. If, if we didn't talk about things, we wouldn't have anything to talk about. That even makes sense. It's true. It did. You, you, you know what I mean. But saying... That there are no safeguards? Go to one school, not happy. Transfer. Go to school two, not playing. Transfer. Go to school three, family member gets sick. Transfer. I mean, you could theoretically, as long as you were taking care of business academically, go to five schools in five years. And if you had an injury along the way, you could potentially go to six schools in six years.
6: Miami,
4: now my guess is, Hawaii, Pepperdine, I'd, I'd find five.
6: Yeah. I don't think Pepperdine plays football. They don't. They don't. But,
3: now, your value in the transfer portal, I would have to think, would go down pretty significantly Yeah. after a second transfer. Transferring once is not an issue for anybody, right? Everybody's willing to take a guy for whatever reason. You transfer a second time, let's go raise some eyebrows. Yeah.
4: But, but still, it's the fact that this is even being, that there's a chance that this happens, that it's on the table, that they're going to push it. And, and I've seen people say, well, they have to do it or else lawsuits. So now suddenly they don't want to fight lawsuits? Now they're choosing to not push back against the right thing. It's crazy, and I had somebody text me. See, this this is what I was talking about with slippery slope. People like you that wanted nil to happen. This is what comes next. Here's the thing about the slippery slope ar- slope argument. It's a bad one, because if you let well, there's a slippery, slippery slope. Stop you from doing the right thing, then you're failing you can put your foot down dig in and say this is where we stop we gave you penalty free transfer you can do that if you have to transfer again you can apply for a waiver you got that freedom we are stopping here you can do that you can put your foot down and say no more but they're so weak and incompetent they're just going to let it fly i guess it's ridiculous so so
3: c Tech text by the way i would put one more caveat in if you graduate you can transfer. If you want to transfer a second time and you have earned a degree, I would be okay with grad doing transfer. that. Once you have received yeah. a degree, you can grad transfer for free. That's fine. Somebody says, sounds like free agency. One time, fine. Unlimited transfers, absolutely not. Here's here's the thing. It's not free agency, though. You have to earn free agency. Yep. You don't just get it. This is actually a better characterization. The new transfer rule sounds like college football is turning into daily fantasy football. Yeah. That is a good characterization. I don't think we want that, I don't think we need that. I don't even know that student-athletes would really want that. That's your college football fix, driven by Ford.
7: From the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations serving you in Ridgeland and Brayden. For your glass needs, just call 601-605-4443. For the most part, looking pretty good. Some uh, delays southbound on 55 through the waterworks down to pass Gula Street and still seeing delays northbound on 55 at exit 114 from an earlier accident. This update brought to you by River Trust Federal Credit Union, the place to refinance your auto loan, home loan, or apply for low-interest signature loans at River Trust Federal Credit Union.
0: The Mississippi Braves look to defend their league championship on the field in 2022, and the braves offer an affordable and safe outing for the entire family. See the future stars of the Atlanta Braves right here at Trustmark Park and enjoy daily promotions throughout the season. Single-game tickets start as low as $5, and the Braves can tailor a ticket plan just for your schedule or a group outing from 20 to 500 people. For more information on promotions or to purchase tickets, call 888-BRAVES-4 or visit MississippiBraves.com.
10: Here's Dave Logan with Canon Nissan of Jackson.
0: Need a new car? How about
7: a
2: reliable back-to-school car? You need Canon Nissan of Jackson. Great selection, big savings at Canon Nissan of Jackson. Come see us. When the smoke clears, nobody beats a Canon deal.
8: Nobody.
17: Did you know Callaway's has beautiful decorative accessories and gift items for your indoors and outdoors? Callaway's has bulk soils for pickup and local delivery. Callaway's landscape designers Clinton Streeter and Corey Castle can design and install your landscape. Callaway's Glutstadt on Calhoun Station Parkway, south of German Town High. Everything for home
18: and garden,
1: that's
17: what Callaway's is.
18: This is Ben Shapiro reminding you to listen to The Ben Shapiro Show weekday nights starting at 9 p.m. here on 97.3 Super Talk Jackson.
2: Here comes more Sports Talk Mississippi.
18: You ready, guys?
2: On Super Talk Mississippi.
3: Mississippi at SEC Media Days. Good to be with you. Good to be joined by Ian Fitzsimmons from ESPN Radio. You, uh, you can catch him on uh, Freddie and Fitzsimmons late at night on Hell ESPN yeah. Radio. And uh, a lot of college football
26: and some other stuff as well. What's up, my man? Good to see you, Richard. How you been? You as well. Great. Keeping uh, my white Johnny Desler out of the ditch. Uh, it's a full-time job. It is, without a doubt. JD, love you,
3: man. He, he, uh, he's the best. He's the best. So we're getting close.
26: What excites you about this year? Not college football in general, but this year specifically. That's a good question. Uh, I, I think that there's more teams this year that have a shot to win, or not win, but get to the college football playoff, uh, than we've seen coming into a season um, in recent history, even with Michigan and Cincinnati coming in uh, and, and, and you know crashing that party last year. like, like look, look at the Utah Utes right now with Cam Rising at quarterback. No one's talking about that team. And that's the way Kyle Whittingham loves it. I mean, they're one play away from beating Ohio State, them? you know, at you know, in the Rose Bowl. That's your reigning Pac-12 champs, and they got a lot coming back, so they're going to start preseason top ten. Um, so they'll they'll have a shot. So I, I think there's probably coming into the season, close to a dozen teams that I wouldn't be surprised uh, if they ended up in the college football playoff. Where normally coming into a year, you cut that number in half. Yeah, that's cool. why. I mean, I, I was surprised that we had two crash that party last year. Billy Napier, welcome to the SEC. Utah's coming to your place to start. Week the one. And you know what's crazy about that one? Dan Mullen was on the 04 staff at Utah yep. with Kyle Whittingham. And so that's how that game came about. But Dan Mullen couldn't stand recruiting. They want to go tell some mom in some kitchen how great her ham sandwich was, right? So <laughs> he's no longer there. and, and Billy's got to deal with that because that was a game that was made by the ADs and, and the two coaches. Because they still talk all the time. Yeah, you know. So, Witz still recruiting his butt off. Dan didn't give a damn about it. Dan's out, and, and Witt's coming down with a loaded squad into the swamp. All right. So, you, so you say it feels like more teams have got a shot. We know that college football playoff expansion is
3: coming eventually. Whenever the idiots that can't get their heads together get their heads together, and we get to twelve teams, does that open it up even more? I, I don't know if it changes
26: the number of teams who can actually win it. I think there'll be a whole lot more people invited to the party, which is going to be fun, right? Yeah, but I think it's, to your point, though, the, the the second part of that, I think that's still going to be the the common theme. You know, you, you might have like like Brian Kelly told me yesterday that you know he expected to be around fifty teams in, in the in these mega conferences. And I think it's going to end up with probably three. Okay. you know, you are already thirty two deep with just the SEC and Big Ten alone. We both know they're not done yet. Whether wherever Notre Dame ends up, you know. Clemson's got an eye. You know, they, they got, they're, they're kind of have a wandering eye right now. UNC, we all know, has got a wandering eye right now. Uh, and so does Florida State. You know, so you, you look at Oregon and Washington. I mean, Phil Knight's cold calling college commissioners. If you hadn't seen that story, folks, go Google that. This is one of the most powerful men in sports globally. And he is cold calling conference commissioners. Because he, hey, look. He doesn't view Oregon and they shouldn't be viewed as an afterthought. They've been in the college football playoff. Yeah, You know, I mean, you know, they've contended for national championships. And you, you look at the state of that program and that brand behind it. You think they're going to sit there and, and, and go, oh, uh, hey, Phil, Kevin Warren here from the Big Ten. We're waiting on Notre Dame. We'll give you a call when, when we have an answer on this one. It's going to be bleep you, Kev, and, and he's going to go seek life elsewhere. So I don't know how it all is going to shake out, but you're going to have the same contenders. Those aren't going to change. You're coming in each year. I probably say, like I mentioned, it's six to eight that I think I have a legit shot to make the college football playoff. This year I think it's a little bit deeper, but traditionally, even with the new landscape and the music stops, and you know, and whomever sitting in whatever chair and whichever team's got left, you know, on the outside looking in, you're still going to have the same familiar faces that are going to be contending uh, for the college football playoff in the national championship. And I don't think that year in, year out is really going to run more than 12 deep.
3: So you live in Dallas. You're, you're right there in the heart of what has been Big 12 country. is becoming more SEC country, and who knows what it's going to be going forward. I look at where the Big 12 sits, and I'm saying I'd rather be in that spot than the spot the Pac-12 is in.
26: Am I crazy for thinking no, that? No, I agree. And I had a long conversation with Brett Yormark, the new mm-hmm. commissioner over there. What
3: do you think of him? <laughs> impressive
26: he's gonna be aggressive i mean he's either going to build the big 12 into that third mega conference we're talking about yeah or he's gonna burn it to the ground trying <laughs> oh, i mean it's gonna it's gonna be alpha and omega no in between. man i mean there's nothing in the middle i mean it's zero to one hundred and and 150's forgotten about i mean i promise you uh he, he is going to be extraordinarily aggressive is that a mindset and, from working with a guy like jay-z you think that that's where that comes from or is that just how he's why yeah a bit you know and I mean, and he, he was part of uh, you know NASCAR back in the day. He has a very wide, broad background, yeah. and, and he's going to use every asset he's got. Uh, and he invoked Bob Bollesby's name four different times, and Bob Bowlesby did a remarkable job as a Big Twelve commissioner, holding that thing together with spit glue and damn duct tape. I mean, it was uh, how he, twice <laughs> he had to do it twice. Yeah. So he, he's going to lean heavily, even when Bob is out in what nine days uh, as acting commissioner. He's going to lean heavily on him uh, for advice, and I'll tell you one thing though, he took a good hard look at what Commissioner Phillips and Klepikov and the ACC and Pac-12, respectively, what they didn't do, and that was be aggressive. They were passive, you know. I mean, they, they didn't do anything, and they and the a bigger fault, they were trustworthy. They actually believed that stupid alliance that they made with the Big Ten. Which was about as strong as wet paper mache, man. I mean, I mean, they—they that- are newborns that have more strength than that alliance had, and and you—they—they were—they—they they trusted. You can't trust if you're a conference commissioner right now in college football and college college athletics. You don't trust anyone that isn't on your immediate staff. You don't trust your schools. See Texas and Oklahoma. See USC, UCLA. You don't trust anybody. You trust the man in the mirror and your top lieutenants, and that's it. And he is going to either devour the Pac-12 or get devoured trying to do it.
3: So this is more philosophical in nature. So I'm, I'm sitting here thinking, why is it that I could sit in Oxford, Mississippi, and do a radio show statewide and make fun of the, what I call, alliance of very, very, very good friends for a year? And they're... They can't see the trap that they're walking into themselves. We all saw it last year. Of course. Of, of course we did. So so here's my philosophical question. At a large, I, I can't believe that Mark Emmert, based on what he's accomplished in his career, is actually
26: a moron. No, look, Mark Emmert was but, never. But, I, but are these guys so close to it that they just can't see? Richard, Mark Emmert, I, I don't even refer to him as when he was the director of the NCAA. He's not the outgoing director of the NCAA. He's just direct deposit. All that dude cared about was his $2.8 million. He got direct deposited into his checking account. That's it. Done. He didn't care about the game, didn't care about the fans, didn't care about sports, nothing. He was a he was a he played the role of scapegoat remarkably well. And he got paid a lot of money to do it, to be hated by everybody coast to coast, border to border. That that our college, but but
3: you don't think he walked into that job the day that he got hired to be the president of the NCAA and said, you know what, I'm going to see what I can do to suck every single
0: day because you don't build your career. I mean, He was president you almost have to try to do
26: it, and the president but, at Washington. Yeah, look, I mean, you almost have to try to do it, and he did it well. So and and, and that has and, been compensated, yeah, and, 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 and he's made a lot of money being the scapegoat. And he doesn't care. Look, with NIL, he could have put governors on that damn thing. He could have said, here, every school, here's your salary cap. You got $3 million a year to spend. But, but right? backup is. He didn't do that, he didn't care. And he, he knew what the outcome was going to be. We all did. Man, we all knew it was going to be used in recruiting. And he put zero governors on it, zero rules, zero regulations. And that's why you've got Jordan Addison getting paid $3 million to leave the ACC champs as a Blitnikoff Award winner and go the highest bidder. And if I'm Jordan Addison, I'm doing the same thing. Of course. And anybody listening right now in Oxford, guess what? So you. You, you would, too. Three million dollars and mom gets a house on the beach. Hello, goodbye. See ya. But, but the larger point, George Klyovkov doesn't want to be bad at his job. Jim Phillips doesn't want to be bad at his yeah, job. Yeah, they were just and uh, so
3: they make bad decisions. Is it because they're naive, or because they were young in the position yeah, I, or too
26: I, close to it? You have to ask them, but I, I, I think they were too trusting. And that's what your mark, you know, and you know Sankey. I mean, uh, no, he that I man he is if we what we really need is a Overall, Commissioner President of College Football. And we have, Greg Sankey, we have right? needed that for years and years. And maybe with these three mega conferences, if it finally happens. And my number one choice will be this guy right here, Greg Sankey. He cares about the game, cares about the fans, cares about the future of the game and the integrity of the game. And he's smart. Brilliant. 2022, Ole Miss or Mississippi State? Who do you like more? Ole Miss. Why? Just. <laughs> One, you, you got some, you got some serious athletes over there. You really do. i you're gonna miss Jeff Levy. Uh, I mean, but there's just something about him. I mean, I, I, I don't know if I'm drinking the lane Kool Aid a little too much. I don't know. Maybe it's that beautiful tan he has going right now. I mean, you know, the, 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 the cologne he walks by you, you're like, ah, oh, he's been at the beach. I mean, maybe that's it. I don't know. And I'm, I'm a fan of Will Rogers. You know, we all love the Pirates' quirkiness, but um, there's it, just maybe I'm just buying the lane train too much. Great to catch up with you. How do you get that tan and look at man and look that good? Uh, he has a place in uh, Boca and Loves he was the debating boat. whether he was going to Boca or the Bahamas when he left here. Desert was at Baker's Bay. It's not a bad spot either. <laughs> Ian Fitzsimmons <laughs> from ESPN Radio Sports Talk Mississippi. He's going we'll to hate right us back. for saying that. <laughs>
12: From the SeabrookPaint.com weather center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, a 20% chance of showers, partly sunny, high near 97. Tonight, a 30% chance of showers, mostly cloudy, low around 76. Finally, Friday has a 50-50 shot of rain, partly sunny, high near 96, and a look to your Saturday, mostly sunny conditions and hot, high all the way up to 97. This weather brought to you by our friends at Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile in downtown Bolton. Shop local, Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile, your building supply experts since 1871.
0: Pilium Corporation is a proud sponsor of Ole Miss Sports. Protect and grow your business with Pilium. By improving business practices with technology-driven solutions, Pilium solves problems and creates new opportunities for your company. Learn more at Pilium.com.
10: Frisco Deli serving giant sandwiches, award-winning rib plates, and original recipe catfish with a family-friendly atmosphere. Open 1030 a.m. to 8 p.m. Monday through Friday brisco deli we have something for everyone located just off pearson road on phillips lane in pearl
0: come see us hey i'm here with alex murray of auto innovation
20: at auto innovation we want to change your car buying experience when you're in the market for a quality pre-owned vehicle please come see us We want to make friends, not just customers. All eligible vehicles are inspected by a Master Tech mechanic and come with a limited powertrain warranty on us. We are located on Highway 51 in Ridgeland. Come by and see us, or check out our inventory online at AutoInnovation.net. Let us change your car buying experience.
3: Auto Innovation, Highway 51 in
24: Ridgeland. Research shows moving is one of life's most stressful events.
9: If an insurer tries to steer you somewhere else, tell them you want the shop that's certified by the manufacturer of the car you drive. We're located in Clinton and Richland, or online at ClintonBodyShop.com.
15: I'm Caleb Saylors, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. As medical cannabis slowly works its way to Mississippi, Marijuana cultivators as well as doctors and patients have begun to sign up for a medical marijuana card, but the number of registrants is lower than expected. Melvin Robinson from the Mississippi Cannabis Trade Association tells us that he believes these numbers will go up as soon as product is introduced to the Mississippi market.
21: I I wouldn't say anything's working too slow. I do think patient numbers will uh, see an uptick uh, once. You know, pro- more product becomes available. Uh, more product is uh, actually being announced as being available soon. I think you'll see a uh, uptick in a lot more patient cards being uh, yep. issued and things like that. Um, we have to get more uh, providers online, and we're doing that now. Uh, the Department of Health has been uh, very good in making sure that uh, we're going to have providers here.
15: The Mississippi State Department of Health estimates that medical marijuana will be available by the end of the year. Tune in to Middays with Gerard Gibbert each weekday, live from the Element
23: Wealth Studios. Is retirement on your mind? Do you have a plan? Go to myelementwealth.com to find your balance between income, growth, and guarantees.
19: Here in C Spire country, the best network anywhere is all around you. It's up on our towers, where blazing fast 5G is turning your smartphone into a super phone. It's under your feet, where we lay gigabit fiber to make the internet faster than you've ever seen. It's powering your phones, feeds, tablets, TVs, and businesses. So now the best technology anywhere is right here. Welcome to Seaspire Country. It's just like the rest of the country, only a few steps ahead.
10: Prime Shrimp is a proud sponsor of Tasty Tuesday on Good Things
14: with Rebecca Turner. Go to PrimeShrimp.com to get pre-season, easy to cook shrimp delivered straight to your door.
18: exciting news
2: brace yourself more sports talk mississippi now now
3: Sports Talk Mississippi is brought to you in part by Visit Oxford. You can find them online at visitoxfordms.com. Be sure to follow them on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok for updates about what is going on in and around the Oxford area. You go to that website, visitoxfordms.com. You can click on the calendar of events and see what is coming up. Be sure to plan your next trip to Oxford, even if it's not for a, a sporting event or a big event, just Use a little weekend getaway as the uh, summer is coming to an end. That's Visit Oxford. Richard Cross, Michael Borkey, Brian Haydad. It was Brian Haydad's idea. You may have heard at the very end of that conversation with uh, Ian Fitzsimmons from ESPN Radio. I just simply asked the question that Haydad said we need to ask to every single guest, 2022, Ole Miss, or Mississippi State. And this is very unscientific, Haydad. I didn't go back and try to, um, excuse me, go back and try and tally up the answers that we got from every single person that we talked to, but unscientifically, it kind of felt like a split down the middle. About half the folks were like, oh, it's Ole Miss, and about half the folks were, oh, Mississippi State, Peter Burns yesterday, without Mm -hmm. hesitation, Mississippi State. You had some guys, I mean, Ian Fitzsimmons there for a
4: second. Without hesitation, Ole Miss. You'll hear Tom tomorrow say, "I think what is probably the correct answer." Ole Miss has a higher ceiling and a lower floor, and especially that's
6: very accurate. Yeah,
4: when you're looking at like order of finish, right? Where do you think these teams are going to finish? I I looked at it this way: the two teams from the East, Ole Miss and State, both play Kentucky this year. Mm -hmm. Kentucky's in Oxford, State's in Lexington. Advantage. Old Miss there. The other one for Mississippi State is Georgia. That's a schedule loss. Old Miss is Vanderbilt. That's a schedule win. If it's not, you're in trouble. But either way. So, advantage, again, Old Miss. Egg Bowl is in Oxford. Advantage, Old Miss. When you look at the schedules that way, I think both teams are winning all four non conference games with relative ease. The schedule gives Old Miss more advantages inherently than Mississippi State's because of how things set up.
6: Mm-hmm. That's a very fair assessment. Very fair assessment. I mean, you're 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 completely correct. It's it's quite possible that State could be the better team and have the worse record. Yep.
4: If they are because equal the football teams, Ole Miss's record on the schedule will be better. If they are exactly equal football teams, just as good as the other, Ole Miss will win more games. Because of who they get to play as opposed to who Mississippi State has to play, looking specifically at Georgia and Vanderbilt. Yeah, I agree with that.
3: I, and that's not to say that both can't beat Kentucky, both can't lose to Kentucky, Ole Miss can't beat Kentucky at home with state losing in Lexington, Ole Miss can't lose to Kentucky at home with state winning in Lexington. I mean, all of those possibilities are on the table. But if you're looking at Eastern Division opponents, do you say advantage Ole Miss or advantage Mississippi State? You say advantage Ole Miss because in, they get Vanderbilt games. and Kentucky at home where Mississippi State has to go to Kentucky and they they get Georgia. Yeah. And I, I, I mean, forgive me for not caring where the game's played. I mean, I know it's in Starkville. it played on the moon and it's still advantage Georgia. Even though we do have the texter who has very consistently told us that Georgia is going to beat Mississippi State. And maybe you're right. Maybe they will. I'm sorry. No, no, I got that wrong. Who has very consistently said that Mississippi State is going to beat Georgia. Over and over and over and over. And the way the schedule lays out, Ole Miss playing all four non-conference games to start the season, Troy, Central Arkansas, Georgia Tech, and Tulsa, Whereas Mississippi State gets two non conference games, a road trip to LSU, another non conference game, and then they have East Tennessee State at the end of the year. I kind of feel like the non conference schedule is close to a wash. I would say Mississippi State's is slightly more difficult. I think Memphis is
6: I mean what, Memphis is slightly better than Tulsa. That's that's the question. Like Georgia Tech and Arizona is a wash. Both lower tier teams and Power Five conferences. Who's the both second best game for Ole Miss? Yeah. So who's the second best game for Ole Miss? Is it it's Tulsa, Tulsa or Troy? Okay, then Memphis is a better team than Tulsa, I yeah. think. We, we think. I mean, sometimes
3: that's a competitive game and those two play each other. Hey, you're an American yeah. conference team there in, in both scenarios.
4: But I mean, isn't that the thing, though? Those are basically a draw. If they're not, if they're not games that you just. Roll right through, then there's a serious problem.
6: Yeah. Bowling Green, man. Don't sneeze at them.
4: Stephen makes a good point. He says
3: Lexington is rocking now. I think it's pretty hard to play there. I was there for State Kentucky in 2018 and they were loud.
6: When the Ole States Miss went last there. In Lexington was in 2014.
3: Yeah. When Ole Miss went to Lexington in 2020, you, remember, you were talking about reduced capacity. That was, yeah. that, that was COVID year, and we, we didn't get to full capacity. And, and half full, I still walked away from that going, that's pretty loud for the crowd that was in there. Lexington has turned into a really good football environment. And, and you only have to watch those back-to-back games last year at home against LSU in Florida, whatever the – I mean, it was nuts for those consecutive home wins for Kentucky last year Against Florida and LSU. Kentucky doesn't beat Florida and LSU at home in consecutive weeks, traditionally.
6: I have state losing at Kentucky this year, so. That's just where my predictions are. Yeah.
4: You want to.
3: Like I'm so anxious to talk. about I guess we got
4: to hold. No, it for we're tomorrow. gonna say we got to save them because we need to compare them to what the results were, which we'll get uh, tomorrow morning. Uh, the, the final tally, if you will. SEC will release its all-conference
3: teams, and the way it was set up, you voted for two quarterbacks in order. Four, uh, you, you ranked all of these. Two quarterbacks, four running backs, four wide receivers, two tight ends, eight offensive linemen, and two centers. So, I mean, obviously a center is an offensive lineman, but guard tackle and then centers were separate. Eight defensive linemen, six linebackers, eight defensive backs, two place kickers, two punters, two return specialists, and two all-purpose players and then you did predicted order of finish for the West and the East. and the, that, By the way, they fixed the system. In the past, you could pick a winner of the West, a winner of the East, and then a winner of the conference, and it didn't necessarily have to be your division champ. The only two options that it gave you this year for the overall conference champion were the two teams you picked to win the divisions. So that was a, a quality adjustment to the online voting system. So we will have all of that today. What don't give me what your predicted order of finish is. But I do want you to tell me what you think
4: the media's predicted order of finish is going to be. The West, Alabama, Texas A and M, Arkansas, LSU, Old Miss, Mississippi State, Auburn, or Old Miss Auburn, Mississippi State. Okay, that's I not what State, my pick I is. Think, that is what I think the West will be.
6: That 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 feels correct. Yeah, I, the fir- I agree. The first I, one, I think State sixth, Auburn seventh.
3: I I think it'll be Alabama and then A and M and then
4: then LSU and then Arkansas. I said Arkansas LSU, but I wouldn't be surprised if the the helmet stickers gave LSU an advantage. I'm really interested to see how the East is predicted.
3: Georgia's going to be predicted to win it. I think people are going to pick Kentucky
4: second. Georgia, Kentucky, Tennessee, Florida, South Carolina, Missouri, Vanderbilt. Yeah, I think that's what it will be.
3: Uh, let's see here. Sorry, who is Georgia playing before Mississippi State? It does not matter. Are we going to do this? Uh, Georgia plays Tennessee the weekend before they travel to Mississippi State. So Georgia has their open date, and then they play Florida in Jacksonville, and then they host Tennessee, and then they finish with back-to-back road games at Mississippi State, at Kentucky, and then have Georgia Tech to close it out.
6: It, what what tough tough end of the season for Georgia? I mean, that's, that's, those, are, those are. I mean, Georgia Tech they should walk over, but all three of those conference games aren't, you know, just show up and win.
4: The, the talent gap, because we we had somebody, and, and you're right, you're right. Say, no wins given. Ole Miss beat Alabama two years in a row. Those were also two really good Ole Miss teams, first of all, but second of all, the talent gap is wider now than it was back then for Mississippi State, Georgia, and Ole Miss, Alabama. The, the, The gap between those two and the rest of the country not named Ohio State is so significant that the any given Sunday thing barely applies here.
3: We will wrap up this Thursday edition of Sports Talk Mississippi after a quick timeout in the Pearl River Resort Studios.
7: from the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations serving you in Ridgeland and Brandon. Call them at 601-605-4443. Well, we have two of the left two lanes are blocked. Southbound on 55 past Woodrow Wilson due to an accident. Also seeing delays northbound on 55 through the waterworks and still seeing delays due to lane blockages. 55 northbound in Madison County at exit 114. Delay starting just past Gluckstadt. This update brought to you by Smith Brothers Body Shop, proudly serving the Metro since 1946.
13: Under 35 and already losing your hair? Come on, guys. You know, looking 10 years older is not a plus for your career or your social life. But you have a choice that your dad didn't have. You can choose to keep your hair. I'm Dr. Michael Konoski at Mississippi Hair Restoration in Metro Jackson. Our new, affordable, non-surgical, in-office medical treatments stop loss and regrow your hair. The sooner you start, the less you have to lose. See our results at StopHairLossMS.com.
11: If you're tired of looking at your tired old bath, Bath Fitter is offering their best savings of the year. $600 off or 36 months financing at 0% interest with every new complete bath system. You've been thinking about doing it and Bath Fitter wants to help make it happen with a $600 off or 36 months financing with no interest. Every Bath Fitter bath is designed to fit your life and now with unbelievable savings, it fits your wallet too. It's their biggest savings of the year, so don't miss it. Bath Fitter, it just fits. Some conditions apply. Visit bathfitter.com.
10: Madison Sellers on Highway 51 in the Madison Station Shopping Center.
8: Be sure and check out the newly remodeled Basils in Fondren, where you get simple food done well. And don't forget to drop by Basils Fountain View at the
23: Renaissance. Go to eatbasils.com for online ordering for both locations. That's Basils. Protect your home and office with Havard Pest Control, a family-owned and operated business for 75 years. Havard provides termite and pest services with free quotes, low monthly payments, free recalls, and unmatched customer service. For more information, visit havardpest.com.
16: Losing power can be a major disturbance for homeowners. Taylor Power Systems offers a full line of Riggs & Stratton home standby generators in numerous sizes to keep your lights on during a power outage. Financing is now available. Call Taylor Power Systems today, 601-932-5674, to discuss a standby generator for your home.
2: Mississippi comes to talk. Middays with Gerard Gibbert. Weekdays here on Super Talk Mississippi. More Sports Talk Mississippi now. Now.
3: One last time on this Thursday afternoon Porky at the top of the notes today Very first thing he wrote was Tell me it doesn't feel like Friday But sadly it is not It is day four of SEC media days Which we were not there for We were there for days one, two, and three I almost just said Back with you on this Friday Wrapping up the work week
5: Nah, I gotta wait one more
3: day to do that One more day One day more It's okay Tomorrow will be a Food Friday. I hope I'm not as disappointed by the two of you as I was last week. I'm not going to cook
4: anything. I'll actually have something this time. (sighs) I don't know what, but it'll be something. Oh, I got a this guy from you, hey, Dad?
6: You heard it. We got
4: a lot of Uh, stuff to talk uh, about tomorrow, too, aside from food, although that sounds like a really good day. Just because of so much going on, haven't gotten to the the Kyler Murray thing yet. Significant money coming to him, which, by Got the way, p- 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 if he stays healthy and plays through the duration of his contract into 2028, he will make as much money as the Oakland A's paid their entire roster over the last four years combined. No, that is their four-year payroll. I think it's a Murray's going to make a little less. I think it's two hundred eighty million over four years, and he'll make two hundred thirty until twenty twenty eight. You think yeah, you, you think he made the right choice, <laughs> skipping out on on that baseball pick now? That's right, because he was drafted by the A's. Yeah, I've got a Sean Payton take that Saints fans probably won't like, but I think it's the truth. Yeah, you're You're, mad about this. You're big mad. Not mad. Oh, you're big mad. It's okay. It's not mad. You are free to do what you want with your life and and all that. However, I do think... I think you're big mad. When this is finished, Saints fans need to look at him as just another coach afterwards and not the God that he currently is when this is oh, over. Oh, it's going to be difficult. And we'll talk about that.
6: He's the only coach in franchise history to win a Super Bowl.
4: Yeah, until Dennis Allen 2022 because we're going 17 well, and 0, but
6: once that occurs different. But until then,
1: yeah.
4: We have got to start the countdown again of 100 teams in 100 days. We've
6: got to oh, yeah, start. Yeah, we were that. supposed to do that today, weren't we? Yeah. Tomorrow's show will be nothing but that. We'll catch everything up, plus food Friday.
3: <laughs> we will have 30 teams to get to on the countdown. Uh, I, I think four. I, th- I think four is the number tomorrow. And they're actually four pretty interesting teams. Got a, uh, a conversation with Tom Hart that we will uh, play for you from SEC Media Days tomorrow. A, uh, a conversation that Michael Borky had with Lee Sterling from Paramount Sports. That's coming for you tomorrow. Food Friday and a whole lot more. So it'll be a, a fun wrap-up to the week. It, you, Borky, James is not of school age yet. Hey, Dad, did you tell me that your daughters start school this coming week? They start on Tuesday. Whew. My kids are August 1st, so a week from Monday.
6: They, they this is your daughter's useful.
3: last weekend of the summer. Yes, Correct. They are expecting Tomahawk ribeyes all the way around. Everybody gets a Tomahawk on the uh, last weekend before
6: school starts. Mom's out of town this weekend, so it's just dad-daughters. So, let's go. That does not change their expectation for food. Probably not, no.
3: Yeah.
20: I
6: don't think we mentioned this.
3: College game day? going to broadcast on a Thursday night September 1st the backyard brawl West Virginia Pittsburgh special edition of college game day going
4: into the opening weekend of the season I'm so in on that I mean we the, the opening weekend of college football I, I should say the opening week or so mm-hmm. is laid out perfectly we get the little appetizer right uh, you know they they're bringing out bread and, you know, maybe you get some oysters. The oysters on the half shell that we're getting... You get some of that thick-cut bacon we had the other night? Yeah, or, That's a good well, appetizer. I don't know if you could describe Vanderbilt at Hawaii as that, but oysters are even better than that. Either way, we get a little appetizer, right? With an SEC team, they're going to be a road favorite. Beautiful setting in Hawaii with 3,000 people in the stands. And then we get storied rivalry on Thursday night.
6: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What what is the mashed potatoes? That's my question.
4: The storied rivalry that's, that's on Thursday night. And okay. then the steaks are Saturday.
6: I don't I don't know that the mashed potatoes weren't better than the steaks. Uh-huh. I, still oh.
3: <laughs> I told you one part potato, two parts butter. <laughs> that was the layout. Well, hey, what thanks did I say at the table? I, w-
6: I want a birthday cake made out of that. That's what I said.
3: Thanks for being with us in the Pearl River Resort Studio. We will wrap up the week with you tomorrow. For Michael Borky and Brian Haydat, I'm Richard Cross. Have a great Thursday night.